Friday night, and time for Derby Panther football. football. Tonight's pregame coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Landscape. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now here's the Alive 105 Sports Team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Once again, Panther fans, it's Friday night. We're here for regional action tonight. Uh, we got Coach Wietrich, Coach Clark with us again. Coach Clark, uh, we always open up with you talking about special teams from last week as well as your offense. We'll chat with Coach Wietrich about his defense. Big win last week against Wichita Southeast. How'd we grade out? Well, special teams, uh, trying to think back that far. Um, I, our goal is always, every game, doesn't matter who we're playing, is to score twice on special teams. And uh, that happened. It was the first time we met that goal uh, this year. And uh, I was pretty excited about that. Uh, Hubbard had a, a kickoff return for a touchdown. That was really nice. Um, I, I thought our kickoff return team, the front line, the middle wedge, they, they did a good job of blocking their guys. Uh, and then Dylan Edwards had that punt kicked over his head that he went and grabbed, at, at, I think, at the four-yard line and took it back and just kind of outran everybody. Um, but he did have some good blocking also uh, up front. So uh, that helped out. And um, I, I don't know if I've, I've been around. You know, I've, I've been here for 19 years. I don't think I've, I've seen a punt return that, that far be, being returned. So that was pretty special. Uh, kickoff team still got some work to do. Uh, we were leaving some holes, uh, made some adjustments during the game with personnel. Um, still didn't do great, so uh, we really made an emphasis on that this week and really practiced that. Uh, we, we just got to be able to, you know, just protect the whole field on, on kickoff. You know, we do such a good job of if we pin the ball in the corner and, and you know, keeping them in the corner. But uh, this week it was the field. They, they were returning to the field and, you know, getting it to the – 25 to 40 yard line, which which isn't good. We always want to make another another offense have to go 80 yards to score on us, 80 yards or more. So, um, but for the most part, besides that kickoff, uh, uh, I thought our special teams did well offensively. Um, I thought they did well again. Uh, would have liked to score scored a couple more times when our twos went in there, which was you know right after the second quarter happened. Um, our ones did a good job. I, I think our, our ones, you know, we had a two special teams touchdowns. Uh, we had a defensive touchdown. That's 21 points. Um, and then we, I think we had 49 points uh, at the first quarter. And I think we ran the clock out a little bit too. So uh, obviously the, the ones did well. Uh, I think, you know, Dylan scored on the first play, had, had great blocking, receivers blocked well. Um, I I think our ones this week took seven snaps. I think the week prior uh, against May South, they took eight snaps. So that's a little concerning. Um, you know, we want our ones to be out there. We want them getting snaps. We want to get them, uh, you know, just game time reps. And uh, the last two weeks, they haven't really, I mean, they've had 15 snaps, you know, 15 or 16 snaps total. Um, but but when they are out there, they, they did well. So uh, Mercer, he, he, he was two for two with, with two touchdowns. Um, Caden Brown had a nice catch. Drake Thatcher, his brother, had a nice catch. Offensive line played pretty well. Um, our second group got in there, our JV, our twos, um, got in there, and we had some issues up front blocking a little bit. I thought Hubbard had a couple nice runs. Uh, um, Brock had a nice run there too. 
So um, uh, we got some work to do with our, our JV and twos, but you know what? Those are those are really good reps. As much as I want to say, I wish we would get more reps with the ones. Um, getting all these reps with the twos will we'll pay dividends later down the road. You know, next year or two. Yeah, pretty pleased with our with our defense overall. Just talking about our defense a little bit, and uh, you know, besides besides two plays, so we had. We had two plays with our ones that I was uh I was not very happy with. Obviously, obviously the touchdown play. You know, you know some of that's uh, I'll, I'll put on my shoulders a little bit. I put our guys into a, a man pressure and then they 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 blocked it right. And you know we had some we had some guys that weren't quite in great position. But I, I thought Phil should have been there if they would have had their eyes in the right spot. But uh, uh but I'll take some of that on me. And the second play was where um, it looked like there's one play where we had them we had the running back tied up in the backfield. Right, if probably a yard loss or right at the uh, line of scrimmage, and then it's like our guys kind of assumed the whistle was going to blow, and next thing you know, they carries for seven yards. And I told like told the guys in film, and a lot of shocked faces. Like, this almost is more embarrassing than the than the touchdown play. You know, it's you know very important. Obviously, those guys understand like you know, especially getting into postseason. If we have one, we're, we're going to play teams good enough to where if one guy misfits, it can be a touchdown. You know. Um, but the the effort on that play, you know, for them to just assume the whistle is blown, just kind of stop without hearing the whistle, um, that was something that it was not acceptable, and we had to correct that, and we made sure to get our whole defense kind of understand what we're expecting on that deal. But but other than those other than those two plays up front, um, you know, Annan Carpenter, leader on our D line, he did a great job. Um, Dorsey continues to play well. Um, Hopper. Hopper's coming a long way. He's getting better and better. And those those guys up front were were a big time pro, a big time problem last week for Southeast and um, and then our, our backers, um, Britton Pasquale, DJ Spring are both getting better and better. Replacing Minton there with a broken arm, um, and then Miles is, is you know Miles is Miles. He's been getting better and better. He's solid. He's consistent, um, and he brings a lot of physicality to the game. And he did that last week. So. Um, and in the back end, we did pretty good. We weren't, weren't challenged a whole lot, but uh, those guys did a good job. Um, and we scored on defense. That was good, obviously. We had some turnovers. I think we had two turnovers maybe. We had a pick, and we had a, a, a forced fumble on the first play, I think, of the game. So um, overall, pretty happy. Obviously, a lot of stuff to clean up. And uh, going to have to play a lot better and not have those little busts like that. You know, if we're going to play a good team, every snap matters. Every fit matters. Everybody's job matters. Um, and that's what we really, really, really emphasize this week going into uh, playing East. Coach, you just talked about when you were talking about your offense and the defense as well, uh, not getting very many plays the last couple of weeks. So I, I'm sure you do something in practice. What, what do you do in practice to get these guys in shape or keep them in shape when they set out? three quarters of a game you know that's one thing uh i i felt like we we really need to work on and uh is getting in shape you know you you see these defensive guys uh you know a lot of defensive guys are on special teams you know the take take miles wash for for instance you know he's playing defense three and out or maybe six plays and then he's on punt return goes punt return and then, you know, Dylan scores real quick or, or we get a touchdown and then there he goes down sprinting 80 yards down the field on a kickoff and defense again. So looking at the defensive guys, they look tired. Uh, they, they were getting gas. They were asking to get out of kickoff every once in a while and stuff like that. You know, when you're running down the field, you know, you, you take 49 points in the first quarter. That's a seven, 80 yard sprint you're, or 60 yard sprint you're doing. Uh, down the field chasing people and then playing three snaps and get one snap off and then do another sprint so uh um we were pushing our kids and we told our kids we're 
we're going to use Friday this game to get in shape also. So you know, if you if you want to tap out and get somebody else in, stay in there and just get use this opportunity to get in shape. But as for practice, uh, um, I've always I've always told you guys we don't practice that long. But when we do practice, we practice fast. Our reps are fast. Uh, offense, we'll, we'll we'll have an offense period for like 20, 25 minutes, and we'll get fifty reps in. You know, and usually we try to keep our ones in most of the time. We we let our twos uh, spill every once in a while with with our ones. But uh, that that's how we get in shape. We we go fast. Uh, we we've the last couple of years we've done a lot of. Um, one-on-ones, which is first-team offense, first-team first uh, defense, and, and we, we try to speed that up to give our defense a little better look. Uh, we'll, we'll, when we do one-on-ones, we'll also go a, another huddle with our JV, so our defense is getting one rep, and then boom, the second that, you know, the coaches, uh, Coach Foster's calling the plays with the JV, they get in there, then I'm calling plays with the, the first team offense, they get in there, so it's just kind of shotgun back and forth to, to make the defense have to move fast, and then when we go one-on-ones with our offensive stuff, and they run defensive scout team, we do this for about 15 minutes uh, total. We do our hurry-up stuff just to get the defense, just to get those live reps, because when we go uh, scout against scout team on offense. Um, it's a lot easier to run our stuff and go quick because we can script stuff. Say we're going to stay in this formation. Yet uh, our defense doesn't have to shuffle around. They they know what formation we're going to be in, so we can run eight plays real quick. Same formation. Defense knows how to get lined up. We can go fast. Uh, defensively, it's a little tougher uh, because you have to come back to a huddle. You have to show them the play card on the, on the iPad on what what everybody's supposed to do. Then you get a break. You go back out there, and uh, it just you know defense doesn't get the conditioning that the offense offense does but we try to get a lot of that taken care of during during our uh, one-on-one period coach clark i'm going to stick with you on this uh, everybody sees dylan edwards making these fantastic plays on friday night but uh we all know that doesn't happen without uh, great blocking up front talk to us a little bit about the uh, offensive line and uh, we know they're one of the best ones in the state but talk to us a little bit about those guys Oh, our offensive line is 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 so much fun to coach. I, I I get I get the luxury of coaching the offensive line, and and these guys are phenomenal football players, but even better people. You know, um, great great kids, selfless kids. And I'll I'll start on the left side, Alex Key. Um, I mean, it, our offensive line shoot they're six four, six three, and you know most of them about two eighty, two eighty five, if not heavier. Um, but Alex Key does a tremendous job, three year starter for us, uh, um, one of the most caring kids on the, on the team. But when he puts that football helmet on, I mean, he is a football player. He is mean, he is nasty, and he really knows how you can coach fundamentals up all day long and some kids will get better and better but he's a kid that you know you teach him one technique he, he he can do it and and he can take that a lot of times when you work drills the kids can do what you're teaching them but it's the moment you go to team in practice or to team in games they just lose it and they they get back to their old self and kind of do and you just kind of hope there's a little bit of improvement but alex is a kid that can take what you teach him and take it right to the field and just do it all time uh he is great he's smart um we got chris thompson uh at, at left guard uh who's who's been a two-year starter he's a kid that um you know his freshman year we weren't sure 
sure if he would ever ever see the varsity field, and he's a two-year starter. Uh, the quietest kid on our offensive line, but but he does a great job. He's He's been steady. He, he gets the job done. Him and Key have a great relationship at left guard and left tackle where they can communicate with each other. And then going inside, Dylan Kahn, he does a great job. Alex Kahn's uh, younger brother. Um, he is uh, – you know, when when you have a center that can take care of a nose with all the three man fronts that you have, uh, and not have to worry about spending double teams on him, so you can put your guards up to backer, that is huge. And Dylan can do that. And uh, he's a he's a bigger kid, but he has great feet and can move fast. And he's he's night and day better than he was last year. He's a two year starter, um, and he is he, he's improved a ton. He, he's gotten really strong in the weight room. We got Jonas Vickers. He's about a three and a half year starter at right guard. Um, he's been a staple in our offensive line. Great kid, leader. Um, really is a um, kind of kind of the vocal kid on our on our offensive line. You know, he'll he'll uh, he'll get on to his teammates sometimes if if they need a little little chewing you know and he's that kind of that coach on the field um but but the kids love him too and he, he does a great job he has a skill level you know to start three and a half years at derby uh you got to be pretty special and then then we got mitchell johnson and, and wyatt jackson at right tackle uh, we've put mitchell at uh um at uh, tight end a little bit and i think we'll see more of that down the road um both both kids uh you know they were kind of battling it out last year mitchell won it last year uh and then uh wyatt kind of came on this year and became one of the strongest guys in the weight room and every lift that we have uh he's up there in the top three uh, mitchell's done a great job in the weight room too both kids would start on any other offensive line in the state of kansas they're doing a lot of sharing time. I know Coach Wietrich probably would love to have both those guys on offense to say they, they wouldn't share time, but uh, um, just be be flat out starters. But uh, um, th- they're our future on our offensive line. You know, we we've got four seniors and we we got two juniors, and and they're going to be an integral part of what we do next year. And uh, but they do both both are great kids and great blockers and and smart kids. They've really learned our offensive schemes. And then you know you can't you can't help but as much as we run on the outside our, our receivers have have blocked really really well this year drake thatcher um you know he's he's blocking he reminds me a lot of jacob Karsak, who is one of our best blocking tight ends uh he he's about at that level and then we you know all, all of our all of our other receivers are doing a tremendous job too so it not only does it take an offensive line it takes you know all 10 guys to be able to block well, we can't let you off the hook, Coach Wiedrich. Uh You know, I, I kind of like the defense. That's kind of my favorite favorite thing. I don't know what they're doing half the time, but I kind of like watching it. But uh, you know, it, it you've talked a lot about, or not a lot, but you've talked about your defensive th- front three and and what they're doing. And uh, you know, I, I want you to talk a little bit about about those linebackers. The, those guys. Uh, I mean, just just around the around the community they were kind of a concern uh going into the football season i don't know if you felt that way you you got a lot more personable uh with with them and just kind of talk about those guys they look like they've improved a ton since uh, game one yeah i'll I'll start with the uh with my outside backers you know that's that's the position group that i that i get a coach you know as far as indy goes and stuff like that and yeah there was concern you know Every year I've been here at Derby, we've had some really special, you know, outside backers that are super athletic, and uh, uh, and and these guys, I'm talking about Roman Bowden and Cade Sheldon, and um, they, you know, they were puppies last year. They were sophomores, you know, they're juniors this year, so there was some concerns. 
um, going into the season. But they they have been, and I you know I don't know, not because of me obviously, but that those two on the outside as far as every game, as far as being consistent and doing their job and, and being reliable and making plays consistently every game, those guys have both been, I would probably say, the most consistent and best players we've had on our defense uh, this year. So um, there's, been, there's been games where our D-lines played really well. There's games where our backers played really well. You know, with those two on the outside, uh, they've, they've done a great job for us um, all year so far. And, they, and, they've, and they are, they're not the most vocal guys in the world, you know, that's part of that's being juniors, you know, and all that. But, but they are—they're absolute leaders as far as effort. There's, there's no question. Their effort, every, every snap, they're going to go hard for you. They're going to, they're, they're, they're mentally always engaged. That you can tell when you're talking through a game plan or something like that. They're always listening. They're always shaking their head and, and paying attention. Make you can just tell when someone's listening and trying to learn. You know, both those guys do a great job of, of trying to learn more and be better football players. Um, then on inside, you know, we had we have Cole Minton. You know who was our one of our senior leaders that we're hoping to get back. You know he had he had the arm break against the maze game and the first defensive drive. Um, ended up having surgery, putting some rods, some screws, some plates, and other metal stuff in there. I have no idea, but uh, but apparently he's he's been back in practice. He's been running around, keeping his, getting his legs back, and he's uh, been doing a little bit of some work on some bags. You know, nice and easy, making sure he's got no pain. And uh, I, I'm hoping we can get another week for him. I'm hoping we can get another week for senior Coleman. He's he's a leader for us on the inside, and I know he wants to play. So we're hoping to get another week, earn another week of football, um, and maybe we might see him get some reps if if all goes well. If the healing process continues, um, it'd be great to see Coleman. Coleman's been such a great leader for us on the inside, um, and he's really helped. You know, as far as knowing the game plan, great instincts, great reads, um, and that really helped Miles. You know, Miles. Um, who's got a ton of athletic ability. You know, he's able to watch Cole and to watch some of our former inside backers, you know, Searings and uh, and Jack Heilman, you know, watch those guys as far as their instincts and reading and asking them what we're asking, you know, reading what we're asking them to do. Um, but Miles is coming a long way, and he's, he's going to be that next guy, I think, that's going to be a great example for future linebackers at Derby um, as far as uh, how you play the game. So, no, couldn't be more poor excited with our backers right now, you know, especially because we got we're gonna have Miles back next year, we're gonna have Roman back next year, we're gonna have Cade back next year, and we got some good guys coming up as well. Um, so our backer core is pretty solid and, and pretty. Those guys are those guys are great for us, you know, as expected and as they should be. You know, we really lean on those guys for our defense to be the leaders, and, and those guys are doing a great job. Guys, we play Wichita East tonight. Uh, obviously, a very athletic football team. Uh, they've beat Bishop Carroll. There's a lot to this team. Coach Clark talked to us about uh, special team matchups and your offense, and we'll talk to Coach Wietrich about uh, how he defends these guys. Special teams-wise, um, you know, on our punt and kickoff, there's not really a safe guy to kick the ball to. Um, they've got a lot of speed. They've got a lot of athletes. They, uh, they do a good job with their schemes. So, uh, I mean, it's pretty scary. We've got to be on top of our game, and I think Coach DeVore has done a great job of getting the kids ready and, and excited to, to kick off and, and do all that stuff and contain those guys and not give them any big plays or, or any you know, hope or anything like that. So special teams, they are good. They're kicker, punter, um, probably, you know, probably not the best kicker or punter we've seen, 
but uh, um, we think we're we're going to be able to field the ball uh, on kickoffs, which which is awesome to to be able to you know not not have the ball go in the end zone, and because we got you know Dylan and Hubbard back there, and, and they're they're two of our most explosive guys. Um, offensively, uh, they they pose a lot of problems for us. Uh, they pack the box. They they are a run defense. If you watch people, Bishop Carroll cannot run against them. Uh, Northwest uh, hit a couple big runs. Uh, had a couple misdirection things that were where they got on them, uh, threw the ball a little bit on them. But uh, um, every team that they've played have had issues running running the ball on them. Um, they, they've got some D1 kids. Uh, their safety number four is really good. Their linebacker number eight is really good. He also plays a little tight end on on, on offense. Uh, they've got corners and safeties that do a great job. They they man them up. They they man up everybody outside so they can just pack the box and, and play the run. Uh, defensive line, um, they've got s- some big size on the defensive line. Uh, they move around enough to where we really don't know exactly what they're doing. So, I mean, that always makes it tough to, to call plays and also for our, our kids to execute because a lot of teams when you play, you know, you get tendencies. You, you They're very disciplined defense. You kind of know what they're going to do. Uh, these guys kind of mix it up enough and kind of just, uh, you know, they, they do a good job of keeping you on your toes. So uh, um, for their defense is, is a, I, I think, a great matchup for our offense because they take away the run, which we're a heavy run team, which we're going to have to pass the ball. And they've got a lot of team speed. And, uh, you know, our most dangerous weapons, you know, uh, Mercer and Dylan and a couple of receivers are, are fast, but they have that to, to counter too. So it's going to be tough to, to score on these guys. But uh, our kids, uh, you know, had, had a decent week, probably not the best week, but a decent week of practice because we threw so much at them, so many different fronts and stuff. Um, but it's going to be a challenge this week. Yeah, East offense is a uh, is very dangerous offense, you know. So we got to work cut out cut out for us on defense. Um, like coach was saying about matchups, you know, it's it's a uh, it, it, they they match up really well against us. They have they have tremendous athletes at all the skill positions. So quarterback number one, uh, I'd say quarterback's the best player, and he's only a sophomore, but tremendously talented sophomore. Um, quarterback, he can do he can do everything. I mean, he can run. He's a dual threat guy. He can run. He can throw. Um, he make he makes a lot of plays. Just you know, when stuff breaks down or his O line doesn't quite block everything correctly for him, he's able to improvise and make plays on the field. So we got to worry about him. The running back, they run a kind of a two two uh, back system. They have uh, number eleven, number three. Both those guys are are getting reps in the backfield, and both those guys are really explosive. You know, they're not big bruiser backs, but they're fast. You know, and, and East is uh, and their whole game plan is to get the ball out in space to their athletes in space and let them make plays. So those guys with their spread system, um, they do a good job of getting those guys, whether, whether it's a zone scheme or something else, getting the guys the ball in space and letting their athletes make plays. Uh, that's what they really want to try to do. And on top of that, the receiving core is probably one of the fastest receiving core that we've seen uh, this year all around. They got they got probably three guys with some legit speed. Um, that is a concern, and they can blow the ceiling off the defense real fast. Um, so we got our secondary guys got to be ready, and we've really been been harping on this week about coverage um, and stuff like that. So uh, we got to work cut out for us, you know. But at the end of the day, uh, we talk to our guys if we can if we can stop if we can contain and corral the quarterback, we can tackle the quarterback, um, we can stop the zone run. 
uh, the zone scheme as far as run game goes. And then we, then we have a really good senior receiver, number five. If we can contain him and defend him, I think we're going to put ourselves in a pretty good position to get some stops and get the ball back to our offense. Well, that brings us to the team health question, Coach. How are we doing on that? Well, for the most part, we're doing pretty, uh, pretty good. I, uh, you know, like like Coach said, uh, Cole Minton's back practicing. He's not going to play this week. Just a medical marvel, I guess you would say. Um, that's always nice to have him back. Uh, uh, Sam, Sam, he's still out with with shoulder injury, but he's coming along. Uh, he's he's getting stronger and better, and you know, hopefully, we can buy him another week. And then offensively, I think. Uh, I think we're we're pretty good. We have a uh, Talon Neal. He's a, a varsity football player who just had ACL surgery and it went well, and uh, he he's doing better. And uh, but besides that, you know, I, I I think we're we're pretty healthy. I'm trying to think if I'm I'm missing anything, but I mean we got a couple of bumps and bruises, but for the most part, we're we're doing pretty good for the postseason. Guys, as always, good luck tonight. Tired of pesky weeds? Tender Care offers lawn services like we control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cooking centers and more find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416 tender care located at 218 south water street in derby a proud sponsor of a live 105 and derby panther football kdkq lp derby wichita 105.9 fm and worldwide at alive 105 kdkq.com friday night football on alive 105.9 is sponsored in part by our friends at tender care lawn and landscape the derby recreation center will height auto service confederated builders mjb heating and cooling derby junior football radio shack of derby the derby informer riverside cafe of derby derby public library dnb service center pause photography by kelsey lockie Shelton Collision Repair, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, Artistic Builders, Derby Overhead, DNM Mechanical, Johnson and Company Certified Public Accountants, Diamondback Total Lawn Care, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Fidelity Bank of Derby, Field Station Dinosaurs, and Derby Nutrition. And now here's the Alive 105 play-by-play sports announcers Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Well, good evening, Panther fans. This is Doyle Phillips, and tonight, along with Kevin Payne, we'll be giving giving you all the action from tonight's second round of the 6A state playoffs between your Derby Panthers and the Wichita East Aces. Well, Doyle, we expect a really good game tonight. 52 degrees and kickoff winds out of the south of 12 miles per hour, but don't kid yourself, it is cold here. I know we got upstairs, the first thing we can do is turn on the heater. Just There's just a nip in the air tonight, but... You know, expect a good ball game. This is a Wichita East team that comes in. Really, I mean, they've, they've done so much here this year. I think they've won their last five games. And a team that's knocked off Bishop Carroll last week, they beat Garden City. We thought it was going to be a really tightly contested ball game. They beat Garden City 44-7. Well, in that win, East had 370 yards. Offense 186 on the ground, 184 in the air. I don't know if we can get any, any better than that. That's pretty balanced. Garden City only had 86 yards in that ball game. It's an East defense, as Coach Clark said in pregame. They're pretty stingy. They've got some good athletes that are really fly to the football. you got to watch those guys. Offensively, it's an East team with five starters from last year's team. Well, the guy we're going to have to really watch is Conte Mitchell, 6198 pound quarterback. This guy is a good size, has a good arm. 
Yeah, and, and they're very young. They're a very young team. They've got a lot of junior sophomores uh, starting in their in their top 22. So uh, uh, the future looks bright for, for the Aces. Well, we expect Wichita East to run a 4-2-5 defense most of the time. But, again, they're going to mix up situations, as everybody seems to, against Derby. I think uh, Coach Clark talked a little bit about the, how good their linebackers and safeties were hard tonight, so we're going to have to be able to use all facets of our ball game. Oh, yeah, we're going we're to have to play a good ball game to get, to get on to the next uh, round of the playoffs, but the uh, Panthers are very capable of doing that. The referee is Jeff Wells. Well, remember, the last, our last week the Panthers did really well in a ball game with Wichita Southeast. Went to a running clock in the second quarter. How unheard of is that? In that ball game, Dylan Edwards, four touches, 166 yards, three touchdowns. You know, Dylan, if, if there's anything, and that's what coaches talk about, we've got a lot of guys that have not played a lot due to running clocks. And that, that is absolutely correct. We're about two and a half minutes away from the start of the ball game. Uh, East is just now coming on the field, so we'll give you the starting lineups as we have them. On offense for the Panthers, uh, one tackle, Alex Key, 6'4", 285. The other tackle is Junior Wyatt Jackson, six foot two forty. Your guards. Junior Chris Thompson, 6'1", 270, and senior Jonas Vickers, 6'3", 285. Center, senior Dylan Kahn, 6'3", 290. Your tight end, senior Drake Thatcher, 6'4", 200. Wide receiver, junior Caleb Brown, 6'2", 200. Junior Trayvon Rose, 5'9", 170. And junior Nathaniel Keener, 5'9", 160. Quarterback, senior Mercer Thatcher, 6'4", 195. And starting... Running back for the Panthers is junior Dylan Edwards, 5'8", 155. Your specialist, kickers, Scott Simmons and Grady Jessup. The holders, Mercer Thatcher, and your long snapper is Conley Hamlin. On the defensive side for the Panthers, sophomore Mason Hopper, senior Andon Carpenter, and senior Quentin Dorsey are all starting on the – on the front line, outside linebacker, junior Roman Bowden, junior Cade Shelton, middle linebackers, sophomore Britton Pasquale, and junior Miles Wash. On the corners for the Panthers, senior Jaden Metzger, 5'10", 155, senior Corey Atkins, six foot 175, and your safeties are sophomore Damare Baker and senior Brian Murph. Those are your lineups as we have them. Well, Noah, you, you got to be excited for a Class 6A matchup like this. Wichita East's team has really came on the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, this time of year, it's win or, or checking equipment the next day. So, got to be pumped up for this ball game. Good crowd here tonight on both sides. Derby's in there, which is one of my favorite color combinations. Green pants, black jerseys, and green helmets. Wichita East in all white and blue helmets. Should be an easy game to call. It's like Wichita East uh, did win the toss. They've elected to receive, and they will defend the south end zone. So, you know, a little bit of gamesmanship here with Wichita East wanting football in their hands to start. Yeah, I, I was watching. You know, we, we've been talking about how athletic these guys are, and I was watching the uh, Wichita East team kind of, you know, warm up, and, and they had their starting backfield out there, and uh, they got a guy named Bell. I believe his last name is Bell. Nope, take that's Ravel Leak, and he is a sophomore, and he is fast. So it'll be interesting to see how the Panther defense can handle that. 
Well, and exactly. That's something that Coach Clark and Coach Wiesberg talked about is the athleticism of this East High Blue Ace team and that, you know, you, you can't let them get outside. you got to be a, a, a sound uh, on all your play calls, and uh, we're going to get ready to start here any minute, and we'll see how uh, how prepared this Panther team is for tonight's game. Definitely assignment sound is going to be the, the buzzword for, or buzz phrase for tonight, uh, for the Panthers anyway. They're, you know, because they, it, it, it just makes sense to me. They let one of these speedsters get outside a busted – some kind of a busted coverage or, or an a busted assignment, and these guys are going to take advantage of it. And Not Leak is back just, deep. Just wanting the football in their hands. Leak is back deep, and it looks like Sandifer is back deep with him. Panthers are in the, you know, they're entering the field. They're out of their sideline huddle. Simmons will be kicking off near side hash. And so you kind of figure that uh, – if history proves out, Leak will probably be the guy that gets the football. Well, again, the Panthers are going to kick into about a 10-mile-an-hour wind, so uh, we'll see how, what kind of leg Simmons has. He's done such a good job this year kicking the ball over to the right sideline. This is a little pooch kick. It's going to be fair caught at the 30-yard line. That's where – but it looks like well, – well, The line judge on the far side threw, threw his flag immediately, so – you got to assume that Derby just started a bit early. That, that's the assumption that they uh, – yeah, they're moving the ball back to the 35. So Derby must have been offside on that particular kick. And I see uh, Simmons coming back talking to Coach Clark. It might change what uh, the Panthers are going to do to start this ball game. The, re- the deep men for uh, East are standing now. Instead of standing on about the five, they're standing on about the 11 or 12-yard line. Well, and exactly. I think the plan that time was just opposite of what we thought. Simmons kicked the ball to the left with a high pooch kick, and East was going to fair catch it. Same thing, just a pooch kick. It's going to be fielded at about the 33, and I believe he must have called. He started to run with it. Uh, I never seen his uh, fair catch signal, but uh, the official blew it dead as soon as he caught it. Yeah, and you're exactly right. The uh, the play, no no time came off the clock whatsoever, so as soon as he caught the ball, the play was dead. You know, I'm looking out at East High's offense, Doyle. They've got some tanks out on left guard and left, left tackle, so the, the rest of the guys, the offensive line's up there. The rest of the skilled guys huddle up. Well, Justin Bell is – he's listed as a running back, but it looks like he's playing the quarterback position. They show motion to the near side. Back to pass goes the quarterback. Got a man open, and it's caught at midfield in the Panther territory immediately. Well, and we talked about what kind of arm our arm this kid might have. He's got a good arm. Obviously, on play one, they have the, the, the uh, ability to go to the pass, and they found a receiver wide open. So Panthers are going to have to either put pressure on him or, or tighten up the secondary. That was Dante Mitchell. He is the quarterback. Trips to the near side. First and 10 from the 42 of the Panthers. Big gain on first down for uh, East. Back to pass. The man in the Pick. picked off. Picked off by the Panthers. He stepped right, jumped that route and caught the football. Well, and, and again, Wichita East was going back to the pass play. It was just a short hitter. Panthers stepped in front of it. So first turnover of the game goes the Panthers' way. 
Yeah, that, that wasn't even – I mean, there was a guy there, but the, the Derby defender jumped right in front of the uh, receiver, picked that ball off right at the Panther 40. So good field position for Derby with 11.47 left. No score, first possession for the Panthers. Thatcher, in mind, the last two games, Dylan Edwards' first touch has ended up in six. Thatcher's the quarterback. Edwards, Thatcher cuts it upfield, going to pick up four, maybe five on first down, probably four. It's going to be second and six. That was an option play, and Thatcher did a good job as everyone bid on Dylan Edwards. He cut up inside and picks up good yardage. Second down and six for Derby. No score. Again, to the other side, pitches it to Edwards. Going to be a first down and maybe a yard more. He's going to get out just to about the 49 of East. As we said a little bit ago, the one thing that maybe is at a disadvantage for this Panther unit is we've had so many games with running clocks. Coach Clark talked about that uh, in, in pregame. First and 10. Back to pass. Wide open. Drake Thatcher. 10-5. Down inside the 5. Well, Drake Thatcher was all alone in the secondary. and You worry about those kind of plays. You're so wide open that you worry, do we overthrow him? But Mercer Thatcher hits his brother Drake wide open. Panthers are in deep into East High's territory. He came in from a from a tight end position. Edwards, touchdown Panthers. And, and, well, that's exactly what we talked about. With a team like East High, you'll want to strike quick. You don't want to let yourselves get down. Panthers on a on a quick turnover may march the ball downfield in four plays and score. 60 yards, four plays. So that, you know, if you do the math, that's 15 yards of play. Good start for the Panthers. Nice pass play from, from Mercer to Drake. Extra point is up and it is good. So with 11 minutes exactly left in the first quarter, Panthers jump out on top 7 0. Well, Doyle, that's a, you, you can't start it any better. The first play of the game, which East throws a long pass and you start going, or, or how are we going to defend this guy? Because he's got a good arm. Next thing you know, Panthers have a pick, or a pick, and then we go down in four plays and score. Tonight's broadcast, Derby Panther Football on Live 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM, is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Will Height Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Riverside Cafe of Derby, DNB Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, Artistic Artistic Builders, DNM Mechanical, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Field Station Dinosaurs, and Johnson and Company Certified Public Accountants. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on a live 105 during the F Panther football broadcast. Those Panthers get ready to kick off again. It's interesting to see if we keep kicking to the left side of the Blue Aces. Just all season long, Scotty's kicked it to the right side. Still just a pooch kick. It's going to be fair caught at about the 32-yard line, so a virtual duplicate of what we did last time. No time off the clock, 11 minutes. Panthers lead 7-0. Uh, Coach Clark talked about the, the kick return team from Wichita East, so I think no different than what teams do as, against us. You don't want to kick to those back guys, so the pooch kick's a much smarter play. Getting back to that touchdown, Mercer Thatcher was lined up at the tight end position. He just sprung wide open. There wasn't a guy within – 10 yards of him. They had it off straight ahead. The running back gets two, maybe three on first down. 
the Panthers do a good job of all that time because which Tice did nothing more than go right up the heart of the defense. They stopped him after about a two-and-a-half-yard gain. It's going to be second down and just over just over seven. Seven, seven and a half yards to go for first down. And again, this time the quarterback on a keeper, he gets hit after a yard or two of gain, so it's going to be maybe, maybe third down and five for the Aces. Well, Panthers did a good job that time on closing quickly on the play, and they're able to, to keep uh, Mitchell in, in check. So, again, passing situation here for Wichita East. Panthers secondary is going to have to be on their toes. Yeah, they took out a linebacker, the Panthers did, and brought in another uh, defensive back. So they've got five D-backs. Back to pass. Pass was way over the head of the intended receiver. The intended receiver was L.T. Robinson. So it's going to be third down and fourth down and five. Well, once again, you're going to punt to the Panthers. Should have pretty good field position. As, as I recall earlier in the week uh, when Coach was going over special teams, the punter wasn't anything real special. So, you know, Panthers aren't going back very deep. Well, they should get pretty good field position. I, I don't know. We don't know how good the punter is for Wichita East, but where the Panthers lined up, they should get – they nearly blocked it. They might have got a piece of it because it hit at about the 48 of the Panthers and took a nice east bounce down to about the 39. Well, you're right. Panthers were all over that punt. And if you're Wichita East right now, you really got to stop the Panthers. You can't afford, as we say every week, you can't afford to come into Derby in this environment and get down a couple scores early. Well, we, we can only hope the kids uh, get after it. Again, it's Thatcher and Edwards in the backfield. A couple of wideouts to the near side, one to the far side, tied in near side. And they give it to Edwards. Big hole. He could score. He's going to score. Touchdown, Panthers. I'll tell you what. It was like Dylan Edwards was shot out of a cannon. Nothing fancy at all. It was off left tackle. Edwards hit a big hole, and it was a foot race, and no one from Wichita East was going to catch him. Uh, and, you know, Wichita East got some fast fast guys, but, you know, Dylan's, as we know, Dylan's yeah. pretty fast. Dylan seemed like he hit another gear at about 10 yards into that carry. Extra point it up, and it is good. So with 9.30 left in the first quarter, Panthers extend their lead 14-0 on a 41-61-yard Rushing touchdown by Dylan Edwards. Now again, Dylan Edwards' yards per carry the last few weeks has been insane. I think we looked at it last week, and it was 40 yards per carry. <laughs> yeah, last week, four carries, 160, 166 yards, so that's a little over 40 <laughs> yards a carry. That, that's that's pretty good, I think. Well, he's, I think he's touched the ball twice tonight, and, so, and again, big yardage, so. Wichita East, as we said, you can't keep getting down in points to a team like Derby. Well, there's still a long ways to go. I mean, you know, we're, what, two and a half minutes or in, into this first quarter. Panthers do lead by two scores, and uh, the defense pretty much shut down East on the last possession. So you got to figure East may be starting to throw the ball a little bit and uh, 
you know, it looks like the Panthers are going in, in obvious passing situation. It looks like they're going to take a linebacker out and put an extra defensive back in another, just pooch kick. It's going to be caught at the 20, but it's going to be returned. And he gets out to about the 28-yard line. Panthers covered that pretty good. Panthers covered it very well. They almost had him pinned back on about the 24, but he's able to shake loose. But there was too many green helmets around to make a whole lot out of that return. They're gonna, well, they're going to give him a little more credit than I would. A little, <laughs> he, they, they moved it out to the 24. That's where it'll be. Or make that the 29. They'll have it first and 10 from there with 9.21 to go in the first quarter. Again, they hand it off to the tailback. He gets a big hole, breaks two or three tackles. It's going to be a foot race. And this is what we were talking about on that speed. That was Justin Bell, big gain, down to the Panther 25. Yeah, he showed some really good speed, as you mentioned, once he got outside. He hit off tackle and just hit the sidelines. Picks up big yardage. Now they're deep in Derby territory. Now they're on the 27. Just a quick pass out in the flat. Gets to the outside. Still going to score. Wow. Touchdown very quickly. Wichita East goes a bunch of yards in a couple of plays. Well, for a and touchdown. Doyle, you got to give East High credit. There was a great block out there by one of their wide receivers. And he, once he hit the seam, he was able to bounce outside. Young man was hit at the five and looked like he was going down. Somehow keeps his feet and gets into the end zone. So well, very quickly, Wichita East closes the gap. I've looked at a couple of game stats on Wichita East, and they don't kick extra points. They go for two, and that's what they're doing here. Five wideouts. Back to pass. Now straight up the middle goes the quarterback, and I don't think he's going to get there. Panthers stuffing at about the three-yard line, so it's going to be remain 14-6 with nine minutes left. You know, that's a risky deal. I, I mean, in high school football, you got to be able to kick the extra point. And if you're going to go for two all the time, that's a big gamble. Well, it, and I looked at a couple, like I said, a couple of their game stats, and they, they, don't, they don't show going for anywhere that I saw. Maybe I just picked the right two games, but they uh, did not attempt an extra point uh, kicking extra point when you look down on the sideline and very quickly coach Wietrich has his defensive unit around the tv monitor and, and talking to him again those are the kind of things that coach Wietrich talked to us about he said how quick they could hit that you got to be assignment sound well and and you know they score they go what uh 72 yards in two plays and uh one was a big rushing play it went all the way down to about the 25 but uh yeah, you got you got to be able to shut those kinds of plays off because other teams have those kinds of plays. This will be the first time we've seen Wichita East kick the football tonight. Be interesting to see where they where they decide to place the, the kick. Well, you got two guys back there that are equally dangerous in uh, Hubbard and Edwards. Fourteen six, nine minutes to go. So we've had three scores in three minutes. Sounds like a, a, a broken record, doesn't it, the last few weeks? All the all the scores in the first quarter of ball games. Kicking off is Porter Blanton. It's a short kick. It's going to come down and hit and go out of bounds, so the Panthers are going to have good field position on about the 35-yard line to start this possession, leading 14-6. 
so far, Wichita East hasn't shown the ability to stop the Derby offense. So, you know, you got to, if you're Coach Clark, you got to look at things and go, God, I've got receivers wide open. Dylan Edwards is scoring on big plays. So be interesting to see uh, what Coach Clark draws up here. Panthers are going to have, like I said, good field position right at the 35. Thatcher and Edwards in the backfield. Twin wideouts both sides of the field. Pitch out to Edwards. He makes one guy miss, gets a good block on the outside. He's going to pick up six or seven on first down. <laughs> what he kind of like about Dylan Edwards, we say it all the time. This is a guy that realistically probably goes a buck 55. He runs like a Mack truck. If, there's, if someone gets in his way, he is definitely not afraid to try and run him over. I think and Dylan might. Hopefully, Dylan just has something wrong with his his shoe or something. He looked like he was trying to shake something out after that play. They give it to Hubbard. Hubbard's going to get a first down and more. He gets out close to midfield where the Panthers will have it first and 10. Now Dylan's coming right back in. He got thrown out of bounds pretty hard, but boy, he got up and he was shaking his legs and you, you couldn't tell what was wrong, but he came out for just one play. First and 10 Panthers from the 49. They lead 14, six. They're on the move. This is their third possession. Thatcher, he cuts it up, going to get a good gain on first down, probably close to five, maybe six. Well, again, it was just an option play. He read it very well, cut up inside. You'll take all day long. If you're an offensive coordinator, you'll take all day long picking up five or six play, yards of play. It's going to be second and five with 7.50 to go in the first quarter. Blitz. First down. Edwards gets inside the 40, and they're going to market it about the 39. East showed a big time. They brought everybody. They brought everybody, and Dylan was able to hide behind a couple of the offensive linemen and then just busted out and picked up first down. It's going to be first down at the 39 of the Aces. East brought a pretty good crowd. There wasn't very many people here quartered at seven, but they've, they've got a pretty good crowd tonight. And it looks like they're going to jump off sides and give the Panthers five yards, and they'll figure out you don't want to give the Panthers anything. Well, and it was the entire left side of the east uh, defensive line that came across, and they came across quickly on the hard count from Mercer. Clock moving. And it's back to pass. Goes Thatcher. Again, got... Drake Thatcher open. He just overthrew him. He threw it a little bit too quick, and uh, Drake couldn't get underneath it. Well, it was the same play they scored on, and Drake was wide open. Immediately, you looked up, and no one was covering our big tight end out of the backfield. He was wide open, just overthrown by a couple yards. It's still second and five for the Panthers after the offside penalty. Again, it's 14-6, to six, Derby. Clock stops with 7-12 left in the first quarter. Panthers has been the only guy we've targeted so far tonight. Trips to the far side for the Panthers. They give it again to Edwards. He's going to pick up a couple on second down, so it's going to be third down and about three, and this is probably four-down territory for Derby. Well, I think with Coach Clark, no, no doubt when you cross the 50, it's uh, four-down territory for him. 
Panthers are checking with the sideline to get the play. Again, Thatcher Edwards in the backfield. Pitched it to Edwards. First down and more in uh, about the 20. They'll probably give it progress right around the 20. Well, again, Edwards picks up some big blocks. Coach Clark talked about his offensive line that, that time. Mitchell Johnson threw a key block to spring Edwards for the first down. Well, I don't know. It must be a penalty because they're moving it back somewhere. Holy. Oh, it's a hold. Right. And you know what? I watched that time Mitchell Johnson. I sure didn't think it was a hold. It looked like a very good block that sprung Dylan for the first down. But, you know, again, those guys are right on the play. I'm sure they saw something we didn't. Well, we never see our guys commit a penalty, do we? <laughs> now it's third down and 12. They give it straight ahead to Edwards. He's going to get a first down, down by about the 24-yard line. So nice run on third down by Dylan Edwards. Uh, it, I, again, we saw Dylan Edwards get up shaking his legs out a few plays ago. Well, obviously nothing's wrong with him because he is running very quickly. First and 10 Panthers from the East, 24 clock moving, 6.15 to go in the first quarter. Panthers lead this one, 14-6, and they're on the move. Again, they give it to Dylan. He stops, makes a couple moves inside the 10, down to about the 6. Those were just great Dylan <laughs> Edwards moves. I think last week we were comparing, comparing him to a bowl of jello. I mean, He's got more wiggle than, than I've seen out of a derby back in quite some time. That was a lot of Dylan Edwards on that play. Looks like they're splitting him out. No, he's in the backfield. Mercer Thatcher, keeper, slips a little bit, cuts inside, gets down to maybe the one-yard line. Going to be second and goal for the Panthers. Again, nothing fancy. It's just an option play, and Mercer's smart enough that he reads it very well, cuts up field, and Gets down to the one-yard line. Second and goal from the one. Panthers lead this already 14-6, and they're threatening to score with 5.25 left in the first quarter. Straight goes. Touchdown, Dylan Edwards. You know what you have to like is Dylan's finding some big holes in the center of this offensive line. And as quick as he is, he just hides behind these big guys and then darts out. That time he goes into the end zone untouched. That last run he had before that one, that's exactly what he did. He hid behind his blockers. He hesitated. Then he fired through the lane they had provided and uh, made it. That was just a great run by Dylan. Well, how much better does Dylan get every year? I, I mean, he's starting to read blocks so well. He's got great speed. He's just fun to, fun to watch. Extra point is good. So the Panthers extend their lead 21-6. So, you know, Kevin, it'll be interesting with – East scoring as easy as they did on their last possession. It'll be interesting to see how the Panthers go this defensive possession. Well, and as we said, Coach Wiedrich had the defensive unit down there, and I'm sure there was a lot of adjustments made and telling these guys, hey, you've got a quarterback here that can run. He can throw the football. We've got to be assignment sound. You know, the long run that they had, they picked up 40, 50 yards on one play. Absolutely did. And then they hit a, they hit a short pass, 20, 25-yard pass for a touchdown. And uh, so they made that they made that possession look good, look easy. But uh, the first two possession, Panthers handled them pretty well. So we'll see how this possession on defense goes. I'm sure Coach Wietrich has uh, has had his guys and is talking to him pretty well. And back deep, looks like Patterson 
on the far side. I'm thinking it's uh, Leak on the near side. They're standing at about the 10, but so far we haven't kicked the ball that deep. High end over ends coming down at about the 23. And he's going to be brought down at about the 31 or 32-yard line. So that's where East will have it to start this possession. It was Marcus White on the return. And Coach Clark's very content with kicking the ball. Again, to the left side and very high, very short kicks. I, I know the answer. We know they've got some speed burners back there. And you don't want to take any kind of chances of kicking a football to one of those guys. Going to be first and 10 for the East High Blue Aces. Quarterback is uh, still Mitchell. He's in the backfield by himself, trips to the near side, single wide out to the far side. Back to pass, just a quick screen. Looked like a wide receiver screen. Big hole. Going to be a foot race to the end zone. 20. Touchdown East. Wow, nothing fancy. It was a screenplay. Doyle again. They're getting tremendous blocks out of their wide receivers out there. He cut back against the grain. Panthers had no answer. So just like that, East High puts points back on the board. Yeah, it's now uh, 21 to 12, and you know that's that's back to back possessions for Wichita East. They've taken three plays to score twice. So you know Panthers got to fix that. And nothing real fancy out of it. I mean, it was just a very well-blocked play, and we had no backside support. So they're going for two again. Five minutes to go. And somebody moved, I'm thinking. Yeah, they had a, they had one of their backs was moving ahead of time. Oh, those are those plays you teach a guy as a coach. That if you start to stumble forward, go in motion. Just take off to one side and go in motion. But what did he do? He immediately drew his attention to himself by – Putting his head uh, head down. Well, they're still going for two, which, I mean, this is just a regular offensive play for them. The the, the offensive line, they're they're down, and, and the quarterback's just huddling with the with the skilled players. Back to pass, rolling out, running for his life now, throws it up into the back of the end zone and out of the end zone. So the extra point was no good. So with 5.01 left, it's now 21-12. So, you know, it, look, it looks to me like, Kevin, based on what we've seen, the Panther defense is going to have to get after it here. Well, so far it's it's a game of offenses for both teams because Esai has no answers for the Derby offense. Right now, the Derby defense has no answer for the East High offense. <clears throat> You know, we got a longtime uh, Derby coach. He now lives in the lap of luxury on Grand Lake in Oklahoma, but he's listening to us. Rob, glad you're listening, and take it easy down there in the resort world. Again, this is uh, unusual for the Panthers to have their kick return team out on the field this many times early in a ball game. Yeah, again, back deep, it's uh, Hubbard and Edwards. We'll see if they want to try to kick to them. Nope, just a pooch kick. It may go out of bounds again. Yes, it did. It didn't even come close to hitting inbounds, so the Panthers are going to have first down and 10 from their own 35. They lead in this one 
uh, East has scored relatively easy on the Panthers, and the Panthers have done likewise in their three possessions. Now, based on those last two kickoffs, maybe we see why East is going for uh, two points instead of trying to kick an extra point. We're still in the first quarter, and there's been uh, 20, 33 points scored by both teams. Again, Edwards, he gets hit and dropped for very little gain on first down. Yeah, he went. He, that was a play going right up the middle again by Dylan, and that time East High did a great job of stopping. Washington, I believe one of the safeties hit him right at the line of scrimmage. Which we were told the safeties are very aggressive. And they pitch it outside to Edwards. He gets out to the 40, still on his feet, gets past the 40 to about the, I don't know, they ought to give him progress to at least the 41. So we're going to see. That brings up a third down and, and five for My the goodness so a little bit of a, of a stretch here. <laughs> they dropped it back to the 39-yard line where it's going to be third down and six for the Panthers. Panthers show motion. Back to pass goes Thatcher. And a man caught first down. I think it was Keener. I'm not real sure. We'll have to know. It was Caden uh, Brown. He was wide open. It was just a little out route. He was wide open and knew where the sticks were. Got enough yardage to pick up the first. So first and 10 for the Panthers on about the 47-yard line. They lead 21-12 with 4-10 to go in the first quarter. Thatcher pitches it out late. Big hole into East Territory. Edwards gets down probably around the 29-yard line, maybe the 30. I'll tell you what, Doyle, Mercer Thatcher did an absolutely fantastic job on that play of, of holding the ball and holding the ball. And East finally had to commit to him. It left Dylan Edwards wide open. Unfortunately, a lot of that's going to come back with the hold. Well, 10 yards of it. It's still going to be first down, but I think it's going to be first and about four for the Panthers. But Dylan hold that, held that play to the last second, and, and everybody caved in on him. He made a great pitch out to Dylan, who was able to pick up good yardage. First and three after the markoff. Back to pass. Little screen out to Edwards. Straight up the middle. Makes a couple guys miss. Now he's showing his speed. Touchdown, Panthers. <laughs> I can't. Dylan Edwards caught the screen pass. At about the 25, it was like, I don't know. It's going to be a good game, but I don't know if he's going to score. And next thing you know, Dylan just busts out, and he takes it to the house. A great run after a screen catch from Dylan Edwards. It's good. Extra point attempt. It's now 27-12 with 3.30 to go. And the extra point is good. So with 3.33 left, Panthers put another up, and uh, it's now 28-12 in the first quarter. So that's 40 points in the first quarter. That's a lot of offense by two teams. Uh, we just had a listener out in Norton, Kansas, text and say, man, it sounds like a track meet going on down at Panther Stadium tonight. I, I just, you know, you got to agree. Right now, 
it's an offensive battle. Somebody's defense has to come up big. Well, Panthers stopped East on their first two possessions and, and you know, did a pretty good job of it. But these last two possessions, uh, East, again, three plays, boom, two scores. And quick, quick, long scores. So the Panthers, are, you know, they're going to have to, they're going to have to get things worked out here. And I'm sure they're working hard on it on the bench. They're trying and, to you trying know, to Coach figure. Wittrick and and you know, there's a bunch of guys down there that are, are tremendous coaches. We got good coaches up here in the box. They're making the adjustments. And the same two guys are deep, but they haven't got the ball yet. Another little pooch. It's going to be fair caught at about the 20s. Boy, he's going to give him. He's standing on the 27, but I guess they're going to give him progress to the 28. <laughs> well, I think I think more more importantly right now is that the Panthers have to get some pressure on the quarterback. You've got to get this guy out of his comfort zone. Mitchell's just a sophomore, six one hundred ninety-eight pounders. We'll have to deal with him for a couple more years. Back to pass. Now he's dropping it, pulling it down and running. Panthers are chasing him, but they're not going to catch him. He runs out of bounds after about a 15-yard gain out, out, well, more than 15 out to the 45 of Wichita East. Well, and once the heat came on him, he just scrambled out of it. Panthers were in so much, such a heavy pass coverage that he found an open lane and picked up 15 yards. Well, so far this this uh, Wichita East team is has really proven they they can score some points. Uh, I mean, seeing what I'm seeing tonight, I don't know how Garden City held them to 24. You know, it, it's Panthers up in press coverage now, straight ahead. He picks up five on first down. And we when we say press coverage, we came up right in the guy's face. Trying to stop the receivers from doing what? They're doing damage to us downfield. Well, you got if you're going to play up press like that, you need to you need to bump them a little you, bit. You got to bump them, or you're in a lot to, of trouble. To to get them out of their rhythm. Now we're back to on second and five again. They give it on a handoff. He gets yanked backwards. Going to pick up a yard. I'm going to guess. So it's going to be third down and about four. And I, I can see Wichita East, if they don't get it, I can see them going for it on, on uh, fourth down. Well, I can too. And, and what we said, that the punter's not a, a real strong leg. Obviously, the kicking game is not one of the things that East High focuses on. Unlike the Panthers, special teams are a big deal here. 28-12, Panthers lead, still in the first quarter. I don't know. They're well, well, we're in press coverage again, and the East High wide receiver moved right in front of the coaching staff. Back to pass. Now he pulls it down, takes, and the Panthers sack him. About a four-yard loss. Very nice play that time by the Panthers. So it's back on about the 47-yard line, so it looks like East is going to punt. Much better defensive stand that time by much, the Panthers. Much better. There's no question about it, the Panthers. So yeah, maybe they've made a few adjustments. Huh? 
We nearly blocked the last one. Yes. Here comes a flag. It's probably substitution infraction on which Taist. That moves it back to about the 42 of East. So Panthers really should get pretty good field position if they can, if they can field the punt. Going to be fourth and 13, however. Panthers nearly got that one too. Caught at, at, and he slipped and fell on about the uh, 23-yard line. I think it was Dylan Edwards. Yes, it was. It was Dylan Edwards, and he made a nice catch, and he was trying to make his cut. You know, I wonder if the field's just a little slick. Well, there's a penalty flag, though, laying down right about the 42, 43-yard line. We're going to see. Ah, I guarantee you, too many men in the backfield for what Wichita East. I'm sure Coach Clark's going to make him punt that one again. Oh, yeah, I would. I mean – that's going to give us a little better field position. Uh, which Thais is probably very fortunate that uh, Dylan slipped on that run. Guess we know what Dylan does with an open field. Yeah, that moves it back to the 36-yard line. It's going to be fourth down and, oh, man, I'm going to guess oh, 17, 18 yards to go. That Our receivers, punt returners, move quite a bit they're up they got a guy running off late even just a boy that was a good punt right there and that's going to take a uh wichita east bounce i mean he punted away from everybody and it went out of bounds at about the 23 yard line well, he punted it away and it was a very low kick he kicked it where we really couldn't get to the ball but you know, the one thing I noticed about Wichita East, well, at times they look very disorganized. 28-12, one sixteen left. We're still in the first quarter. Panthers are going to have it eh, deep in their own territory, about the 23-yard line. Looks like, uh, again, it's Dylan Edwards and Mercer Thatcher. So far, Wichita East has had no answer for the Panthers. Panthers show motion from the receiver. They pitch it back to Edwards. He makes one or two guys miss, and he's going to have to struggle to get back to the line of scrimmage. East just had too many people to block. Yeah, he's going to lose a couple yards on the play. So at that time, Wichita East defended Dylan Edwards very well. Well, I keep going back to the Drake Thatcher at tight end going across the middle. He's been wide open on two different occasions. You know, when do you go back to that well? Well, they're they're playing the run so hard that uh, they got him split out now. He's in the slot position. Now he shows motion to the far side of the field. Back to pass. Caught. And dropped at about the 29. So it's going to be third to about five. We've had a couple of third long situations. The Panthers have been able to convert on, on all three of them. That was just a quick pass, and I believe it was – I'm thinking it was to – I can't pick up the number. It might have been Zerger out there. I'm just guessing that it might have been Zerger because he's been playing a lot of the slot receiver. 
and that's going to end the first quarter. Panthers are going to lead this one 28-12 going into the second quarter. This is Panther football on Live 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM. We'll be back. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KDKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium where Derby's leading this uh, second round of the playoffs uh, over East High. 28-12, it's just been, I, I guess, I'll, I'll just I'll steal Kevin's uh, term. It's just been a track meet in the first quarter. Well, and you, know, you got to like the last time the defense made the stand. So some adjustments were made. Now it's up to our offense to, to get past this third and four situation. Yeah, it's third, third and four. Well, really long for the Panthers. They haven't had to go third this far yet tonight. So this is a big play for the offense. Keener in motion. They pitched it out to Edwards. He's going to get dropped for about a three-yard loss. So that was a that was a play that, you know, Wichita East is getting wise to those outside pitches, and the uh, Panthers are going to have to probably adjust on that. Well, so. it was a little bit of a low pitch to Dylan that time. And by the time you catch that, you get out of rhythm somewhat. And Wichita East, you're right. At times, they're bringing a lot of guys. That time, they brought more guys than we could block. Yeah, they, there was at least four guys after Dylan on that play right there. And, you know, he's out there on on an island by himself when he gets that pitch. So, got the punt team on for the Panthers. Pretty good punt's going to hit at about the 30, take a Panther bounce into the 25. And it's going to be down at about the 26-yard line. So that's where East will have it to start this possession. The Panthers lead 28-12. That was the first stop uh, the East defense has made on the Panther offense tonight. And uh, Panthers have at least stopped East three times, but they've scored the other two. So this is their sixth possession of the first half. That was a 48-yard punt by the Panthers. So very nice punt to get yourself out of the uh, of not great field position. East has twin wideouts to the far side, a single wideout near side. Now the one of the wideouts coming back to pass goes quarterback, got a man over, and it's broken up. Just a nice play out there by well. It was a nice I've got I see the young man, but I can't see his number. He's not showing me his number. Well, I think again, it might have been uh, for the Panthers. I think it might have been. Uh, uh, well, I'm not sure. I can't. <laughs> you got to get see Mitchell the, out of his comfort zone. Yeah. This kid's the real deal. You and I talked about. We'd seen some tape of him, and we wondered how strong his arm is. He's got a good arm. He's got a very good arm. I think it was Murph that broke the pass up. And again. Quarterback kind of keeps it, picks up. Oh, I'm going to give him three on first down. So it's going to be third down and long. Yeah, that's uh, that puts East in a, in a strange position again. 
you got third down and, and about six here. So uh, you got to convert here. You're going to give Derby good field positioning once again. Panthers bring in an extra defensive back and take out a linebacker. That shuffle is the linebacker coming out is Britton Pascal. So it's third and about seven back to pass. And it was the pass was low and away from the intended receiver. Panthers had it covered pretty well, so it's going to be fourth down. Well, it was a straight drop back, and that time Panthers put some some pressure on Mitchell. He tried to get up, rid of it very quickly, and the ball was thrown right at the receiver's feet. It's going to be third and about seven. So good, a good another good defensive series by the Panthers. Keep in mind the last punt by East was very low. Those are the kind of punts that are very blockable. Edwards and Hubbard are standing back waiting, and we've got a penalty marker. False start on Wichita East, or at least procedure penalty. Yeah, you don't want to keep going back against yourselves there. Now that's going to put the ball back at about the 26-yard line of East High. That's going to give Panthers better field position if they're able to catch the punt and return it. Another low punt. Panthers get away from it, which is probably a smart thing to do. And he's finally downs it at about the 48-yard line of the Panthers. Well, the ball was taken some squirrely bounces that time. So exactly right. That's the kind of ball that you want to get away from. Panthers did. They they got away away from it just big time. And uh, Wichita East, they finally downed it again on the 48-yard line of the Panthers. And again, pretty good build position for the Panthers as the ball rests on about the Derby 48-yard line. Panthers break their sideline huddle. We got Thatcher, Edwards in the backfield. Panthers show motion back to the near side. They give it to Edwards. Big hole. He's got one guy to beat. He gets him at about the five-yard line. So nice run by Dylan Edwards. Again, Dylan just hesitated one step as he hit the line and then turns on the Jets down the right sideline, picks up big yardage. You know, the young man's a smart runner. I mean, he's, he's just uh, absolutely down. smart. He's not yes. getting up. He is down. He's over on the far side. And we said earlier that he looked like he was shaking out maybe a back or something, but uh, Dylan stays down on the play as the uh, medical staff gets over there. He he was drugged down in kind of a uh, awkward way by the uh, East player, and uh, it looks like we're going to see how good Hubbard's going right now. So hopefully he'll be okay. Yeah, you hate to see uh, any player go down in any ball game, but uh, you know Dylan's over on the far sideline, just past the East High bench, and everybody's going to uh, go to their uh, respective sidelines uh, while the training staff attends to him. And, and it, it, it's it's far enough away that we can't really see. And uh, well, we got a minute. Kevin was trying to tell me that, and I was just kind of. You know, while we got a minute, let's let's uh, give a shout out to our game night sponsors. Tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on Live 105 KDKQ 1059 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses: 
the Derby Recreation Center, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Derby Public Library, Paws Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, Derby Overhead, Diamondback Total Lawn Care, Fidelity Bank, Derby Nutrition, and Fisher Media. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know that you heard their ad on Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. And I appreciate my broadcast partner trying to straighten me out up here. It's kind of hard to do sometimes. Well, Dylan's Dylan's walking off the field on his own, which is good to see. As I, you know, I was telling John Killen up here that, boy, they had him down for a long time over there. Uh, Doc Nieder, he's carrying his helmet, which is kind of odd, but Dylan does seem to be walking fine, so let's hope that he was just shaken up and's fine. Well, I'm looking at his legs. You know, he's not limping. His arms, you know, there's there's no shoulder dragging or anything like that. So, yeah, we got to hope he's okay. I mean, again, we don't want anybody to hurt, get hurt on either team. And like I said, he looks like he was good. Let's hope it was just a cramp. And Mercer, Mercer Thatcher, they evidently stepped out of bounds on the 11 because Thatcher just got inside the five. I thought he was out at about the five-yard line. But it's just inside the five, so it's going to be second and goal with 9.48 left, and Panthers lead 28-12, but they are definitely threatening. Now, Derek Hubbard's in the ball game right now for Dylan Edwards, and as we said, Derek's another explosive running back, a guy that would be playing at about any high school in the state of Kansas. They'll probably give him the ball this time just to see how he does. And they do. And he drops it and picks it up. I think Derby kept possession of it. I think we kept possession of it, but he dropped the football. I you know, it's hard to say, you know, two guys are working in that deal, but anyway, Panthers still have it. It's third down and goal, or not third and goal, it's third and four. They can get to the one for a first down. Now, Hubbard was very fortunate. The ball bounced right back to him. And you're right. I It looked like he might have just dropped the football trying to maybe move with it before he had his hands secure. Third down and four. Thatcher on a keeper. Now he pitches it out to Hubbard. Hubbard gets to the outside, and he's not going to score, and he's going to get stopped. It's going to be at least fourth down and one on the play. The pitch was a little bit out in front of Hubbard. so. Well, And I'm not sure that that was a ball that should have been pitched. I think Mercer actually could have scored on his own if he had just kept the ball, but he makes the pitch, and it, and you got to say Hubbard did a good job catching the ball and getting to, to the, the two-year yeah, balls on about the three. Yeah, Panthers are going to go for it on uh, – fourth down and two and you're right i, I kind of wondered myself why it was pitched because there was a pretty good alley thatcher and he's not going to make it oh no nope, he's not going to make it it's going to be fourth down and it's going to or south east ball inside the five yard line yeah that play just was destined to to not get there i look up and coach clark's talking to to hubbard right now about possibly the fumble drop and telling him, hey, man, get your head up. Uh, I don't know. Again, we hope that uh, Dylan Edwards is able to come back in the ballgame, but we know Hubbard's a good running back. He'll get it. He'll get it together. Yeah, we know that. I mean, a little bit of nerves, you know, he's in, in that position. So anyway, East gets the ball. They hand it straight ahead. 
Panthers stopped the running back for maybe a yard or two gain on first down. But if you're Derby, you want to keep East High in this part of the field, force the, the quick punt, force good field positioning again, and try and get some more points on the board because we know East can score very quickly. They've shown that twice tonight. Second and eight. Again, they hand it off. He's hit. He's probably going to lose a yard, maybe two, on that second down play. It's going to be third, and I'm going to guess maybe uh, eight, nine yards to go for a first down. You know, Doyle, since he scored those two touchdowns, the Derby defense has played much better the last three series. You can see we're in a little press coverage out on the corners uh, on some guys, but we're showing some respect to this Wichita East uh, running game. 28-12, Panthers lead. East has three three wideouts to the near side and one to the far side, and somebody's going to call timeout here. I think it was Wichita East called the timeout. Probably probably smart. I mean, we got, what, uh, third and eight? Third and eight. eight from deep in your own territory. And again, I looked out that time, and both our corners were in press coverage, and we pulled a safety up as well. So, you know, I think that's maybe a good good move as long as you really bump them hard. Yeah, but you, you got you got to – you got to disrupt their route. You can't just let them go off free, and you know that, that's you know that's at any level. It doesn't matter what level you're playing. If if you're up there playing press coverage, you need to need to slow them down. You know, we looked down on the sideline. You know, as we said, Dylan Edwards was down for quite a while, but when he got up, you know, he walked fine. And and uh, let's just hope that everything's okay with Dylan. Well, what I'm seeing is he's not sitting at the training table, right. so you know. He's probably hopefully he'll see the field in the next series. It'd be nice because again we don't like anybody getting hurt on either team. Third and long, and we've got timeout, timeout Panthers. I, you know it, it's a chess match, and what you do is you get out there and you see how they're lined up, and, and you good timeout call that time by the Panthers. You look at what Wichita East in, you got to figure that's the the setup they wanted. Well, I see, I see Dylan Edwards on the sideline. He's kind of stretching out his, his calves, it looks like. And, uh, he's carrying his helmet. So that's a good sign. That's a good sign. And, <laughs> and you know, as we said, when he got thrown out of bounds early in the ball game, he got up and he, he was trying to, it was like he was trying to shake something loose then. So you just kind of wonder what it is. But, uh, yeah, great sign that he's got his helmet in his hands. Yeah. And, and Panthers, if, if they can hold East to, uh, punt then they'll get good field position with plenty of time 650 to go they lead 28 12 right now east has a spread out all over the field uh, yeah, panthers are going to give them five Panthers are going to give them five we got a little bit anxious on that ah uh, you hate to see that 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 yeah that that could extend the drive it's still going to be third down and about four for the East, maybe three. Well, changes the defense the Panthers go into. They bring out one of the secondary guys and bring in an additional backer. Panthers shifting around their front front three are shifting a little bit. Their backers are moving around. So they're showing and a quick quarterback first down. That five yard penalty really it kept the drive going. It made it made a big difference as we said it how the Panthers defended that play. Instead, they give Wichita East a first down. 647 remaining here, Doyle, and in, a, in what's been a track meet of a game, Panthers lead 28-12.
with uh, 641 before half. Yeah, he picked up four on the play, which was enough for a first down. And uh, so they, they their drive is extended. They give it straight ahead to the tailback, and he gets big hole, gets out past the 30, another first down for Wichita East. And we'll we'll see, and we won't talk about it anymore, but we'll see if that uh, five-yard penalty down deep affects this this particular drive in terms of points. And the Panthers stopped the run that time. They lost probably two yards, going to be second down and maybe 12. They lead 28-12 with 6-10 to go in the half. Well, again, Wichita East is really spreading out this Panther defense. And, you know, our, you got to give our front front guys a lot of credit that time because they're winning that battle of the trenches on the run game. East success has all been outside in the run game. Trips to the near side. Now they show a, a receiver in motion and the quarterback on a keeper. He's going to get dropped for very little gain. So it's going to be third and long for Wichita East. Well, East that time tried to go on the weak side. They had three guys split out to the Panther sideline, put a guy in motion this way. So everybody in the house assumes, hey, he's going to come right. What do they do? They go back to the left side. Didn't fool the Panthers one bit. Well, now it's third and 10. And again, they show trips to this this side of the near side of the field. Panthers up in press coverage. Back to pass. Now he's dropping the football, running for it, and he's not going to get it. Good play out there by our safety. Kept him from getting a first down. I think it was Murph on the hit. Well, Panthers have done a pretty good job after those first two touchdowns of playing defense and, and making the adjustments. That's what we talked about, that you got to make adjustments as things go. And, hey, and we just we just did notice that Dylan Edwards is back out to return the punt, so good news for the Panthers. Yeah, it's good, yeah, it's good news for the Panthers and good news for Dylan. But so far they haven't had a chance to return a punt because they've been just kind of – they haven't been good punts. This one's going to be returnable. Edwards at the 35-40 made, just made a complete <laughs> stop, changes directions. He's going to go for a touchdown. Well, I guess if there's any question, Dylan Edwards is okay. Doyle, he started left, and I'm with you. I have never seen a kid stop on a dime with both feet and reverse field and at full speed. Dylan Edwards is obviously, it's nothing wrong with his legs. <laughs> no, there's a, there's a couple of Wichita East guys that may have some broken ankles. Oh, my goodness. I mean, literally, fans, I mean, he stopped with both feet at a dead stop and was at full speed going back the other direction. I, I unbelievable kick return from Dylan Edwards. The young man just he sees the field so well. It just that was an easy run for him. Once he changed his direction, there wasn't anybody on the far side of the field to even come close to him. So the Panthers lead thirty four to twelve. Extra point is up and it's good. So thirty five to twelve with four forty three, a one play drive. Uh I guess that wasn't even a play. That was a punt. And, uh, you know, here we go. Uh, Panthers up 35-12. Man, Doyle, I, I just sit here and I think, man, if this was in the olden days with a grass field as fast as Dylan Edwards stopped, there'd be about a, a one-foot divot in the ground because the young man just stopped on a on a complete dime and, and turns around and runs. So 
you know, again, we were sitting there contemplating, is something wrong with Dylan's back? Is it his hamstring? Because we saw him stretching out. Man, he sure didn't show any signs of it on that Not return. One. He didn't show any signs of being hurt, uh, if you will. But, you know, he's a tough kid. We, we've seen him take he's, – he's small, and we've seen him take large hits and just get right back up. So he's a tough kid. I think Coach Clark talked uh, to us early in the, in the broadcast about he likes to see a special team score twice in a ball game. Well, there's one of them, so he's got one more to go. But special teams right now for the Panthers has played really well tonight. Yeah, it's it, – it's been a good game for the Panther offense, and, and with the exception of a couple couple series, it's been a good night for the Panther defense. Simmons is going to be kicking off, and it's still just a high. This is going to go deep. And they just – neither one of them, there's a flag down. Well, and I think what's happening is we're – we're kicking the ball that way, and the Panthers are just getting an early start. I, I don't get it, but that's uh, – you know, we said special teams have played really well. They have, but those are going to be the things that Coach Clark's not going to love because we've had a couple of these uh, penalties. Yeah, it was a, it was the linesman on the far side, and he threw it immediately. It was a good kick, though. I, I Either one of the East returners could have caught it, and they just kind of let it hit the ground inside the 10, and it, it bounced right into the end zone. Might have been a little trouble if it had taken a football bounce and bounced straight left or right because we had guys on the way down. Move it back to the 35. Get about a 10-mile-an-hour wind behind uh, Simmons. This is probably going to go out of bounds. It will. So they're going to get it on the 35, so good field position. For East, trailing 35-12, 4.43 to go in the half. Uh, Simmons is a soccer guy, too, and uh, kudos to the soccer team. I know they lost, lost a heartbreaker this week in the playoffs, but now Simmons can concentrate on being a full-time football guy. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what, what Wichita East does here if they if they start to open it up a little bit more. I know they've got trips again. They're, they're spreading the Panthers all over the field. They're showing motion to the near side. Quick pass outside. Panthers play that pretty well. That led to a touchdown the last time Wichita East tried that little wide receiver screen. Well, Panthers were pretty fortunate at that time because there was some confusion in the secondary. When the ball was getting ready to be thrown, we, were, we weren't real sure where we were supposed to be, but Luckily, uh, we, we made some adjustments and stopped the play. And you're exactly right. That was a play that went for six earlier in the ballgame. And now they've got twins to both sides of the field. Again, Mitchell is your quarterback. They got a guy in the slot. So they've got five potential receivers on this play. And they give it to the running back. He gets hit hard and brought down after a yard or two. So it's going to be going to be third down and about four. A nice play by the Panthers. And again, I don't know in this situation if East High would would consider this four down territory or not. But you know, you, you don't want to give the Panthers with four minutes left another opportunity <laughs> to put points on the board. We'll see how this goes here. It's third and four, so they can run or pass. They've got trips to the far side, single wide out near side. 
Mitchell is the quarterback. Back to pass. Just a straight drop back. Got a guy open in the middle. We missed the tackle. 30. Gets brought down at about the 22-yard line. Mike Wash finally brings him down, but not until he picks up a big gain on the play. And Joel, that was nothing fancy at all about the pass route. It was just a, it was just a little cross route. Marcus White was the receiver, and he, he's, I think he might have been the one that ran the touchdown on the screen pass. They sure hit him there, but our, our coverage, and they give it to the quarterback, and he's being hemmed in. And he's going to be dropped for about a, oh, I'm going to guess, looks like about a seven, eight, maybe a nine-yard nine loss. Yard loss. First should, be, should be about a nine-yard loss. The Panthers weren't fooled by it at all to give a lot of credit for, for Derby to be able to keep Mitchell contained that time. It's going to be second down and 19. The ball's now on the 25. They have to get to the six for a touchdown or for a first down. Yeah, that changes the old playbook for which Thais, too. It gets smaller. Clock moving. Panthers lead 35-12. We're under three minutes to go here in the second quarter. Back to pass. Straight drop back. Got a man out in the flat, and it looks like the ball was dropped. So it's going to be third down. Well, Panthers were bringing some some big heat that time. Give which Thais some credit because they were able to block you know, more guys than, than, than they had to block us. And uh, Mitchell just that time threw the ball at his receiver's feet. Well, now they've got trips to the far side, single wide out near side. Mitchell is the quarterback. Back to pass, straight drop back. Got a man over. It. Oh, we're going to get called for holding. Uh, it, I mean, we didn't even need to do that. The, the, no, ball, the ball was, was going to be well overthrown, so silly penalty on the Panthers and the flags came out quickly. That was easy. We just grabbed him around the waist and, and it wasn't any need to do that because the ball was going to the near corner and he broke to the to the post. So it's still going to be third down, but it's going to be third and maybe four. Yeah, that's a tough one when you're a player. You, you don't know that the ball is going to be so overthrown, but it, it would have been well out of the reach of East High. So now it's third down. It looks like about three, maybe four. Well, no, it's more than that. Like it's KQLP third down and about six. Yeah, that, that, but, you know, he's out on the field. We can see pretty well. But, you know, the guy broke to the post and the ball was thrown to the corner. And uh, so there was no need to even mess with him. Now, Wichita East burns another timeout here. Probably a good timeout if you're Wichita East. You, you got to look at this thing. Go, I'm down 35-12. We're in Panther territory. You don't want to go in. You talk about a, a downer if you're the Wichita East Aces. If you don't score here and you got to go into the halftime knowing you couldn't put points on the board and you trail big. Well, we know they're not going to kick a field goal. We <laughs> know that for sure. But, uh, yeah, that's probably a good timeout for the Aces. They trail 35-12. Panthers Panther playing. defense has done so much better. I, I think you and I were both looking at each other after the first two touchdowns like, man, we've got to make the adjustments. And Coach Wietrich and his staff did just that. You know, short of a couple of big plays, the the, the big play on the slant just a few plays ago, 
got big yardage. But other than that, the Panthers have really changed, made a lot of changes and a lot of good stops. Yeah, that that pass interference call was as a big very hit. easy. Winky could have made that call. Yeah, exactly. Third down and seven. Back to pass, straight drop back. The man in the end zone, wide open, and he missed it. He he just dropped the football. Yeah, we had a guy get back into coverage quickly, but the ball just kind of went off of his shoulder pads. But Doyle, I, I you know, as a play the Panthers expected because I looked out there and they had just one split out there, and and the Panthers put a second guy up close. So it's something that they'd seen on film enough times they they knew what was coming. They just let him get behind them. Well, that was an LB out there on the coverage, and he he the guy was wide open initially. Third down and seven. Fourth down and seven. This this is a big play for the Panther defense, I think. They'll they'll uh, come off on a pretty good high. He's going to have to hurry over. up, or they're going to have to use a timeout. And it looks like they're going to. Yeah, I was looking at the play clock, and there was a lot of confusion, and they used their uh, last timeout, I believe. Have you noticed that uh, the the two tackles and guard and center they kind of they go ahead and just get on the ball and line up and the quarterback huddles with the skill skill guys. I've not ever seen and, that. And yes, I, I mentioned that earlier in the game, and it almost makes you wonder: Are they zone blocking on every play? What are they doing? Because you know, I know in the derby scheme, they all need to kind of know what the play is because it changes the how they block exactly. a play. And, and that may be what they're doing. It may be totally zone blocking and. Uh, the skill play, you just do that and we'll take care of the rest. So Panthers lead 35-12 with 2.30 to go. This is a fourth down play. And again, this this could be a real now we just got a, a real shot in the tie ball game at halftime. That game's tied up 14 all. Who? Manhattan and Gardner Edgerton. Wow. Gardner Edgerton is a 10 seed. They upset the seven seed. Dodge City last week, back to pass again, and he dropped the football. That was white. Well, and, and, and Doyle, let's call that one what it is. That was, should have been six points, which Thais pass was right across the middle. He just dropped it. That's that's a hard pass to defend, that, that slant across the middle. And we had a guy right there, but uh, you're, you're right, Kevin. Let's, let's call it what it is. It probably, if he hangs on to it, it's six points. So the ball goes over on down. So now if you're Wichita East, you didn't score when you had a golden opportunity. And if you allow Derby to put points on the board, I think you'd go into halftime with your dauber down a bit. Plenty of time, 2-12, and they have two timeouts left to do the Panthers. Back to Pasco Thatcher. Got Dylan Edwards and just overthrew him. If he'd have waited a half a count and thrown the ball, Edwards could have run right under it. You you could see Dylan Edwards break into the clear, and it was like, okay, is Dylan going to be fast enough to run under this? I think the back judge probably was a little concerned because he was kind of in the way of it. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, it's just out of Dylan's grasp. going to be second and 10 that stopped the clock with 208 left so yeah like you got to like that play call i mean if you're coach clark that you go for it right there when i think everyone in the house thinks oh you're going to run you're you're down back on your own 12 and again pitch out to edwards he finds an alley he's going to pick up no oh, maybe three before he's closed in on they're they're really they're really selling out on uh 
uh, Dylan Edwards. Well, and the play and was a little bit of a, of a low pitch at times. So, you know, it's hard for people to imagine how when you have to go down for a ball like that, how it takes you out of your rhythm. Clock moving, 140 to go. Again, Panthers lead this one 35-12. Back to pass goes Thatcher. Got a man over, and it's just overthrown. It's Dylan Edwards again, and he's been wide open twice, and Mercer's just uh, put a little bit too much air. Now, Mercer had not a lot of air. time to throw the football that time, and, and kind of was you, – you could see the feet bouncing. I mean, they're, you know, nervous feet. There's a lot of different things you can call that, but, you know, and, and maybe that's just a little bit of excitement because he's overthrown two times. and Usually if you're throwing high or you're doing something like that, it's because you, you're a little bit uh, eager. Yeah, I think all his incompletions have been overthrows. And uh, those both of those to, to Dylan Edwards were – looks like they're going to well, give Keith us Tyson's five. Well, I think going to be offsides. They're going to give us five on that one. I don't think it's going to change Coach Clark's mind at all. I think you're still going to see him punt, but, you know, it gives you five free yards. Yeah, I don't – no, not fourth down from – the 20-yard line. I'm sure he's going to punt it anyway. Maybe they'll try another hard count. There, they tried They tried to draw him off. And they're going to call false start on the Panthers. I, I was going to say, unfortunately, that time we're going to give them back the five yards, so we're back to the original thing. So it's going to be still fourth down. Now they're punting from the one-yard line, the Panthers are. Keep in mind, this is a derby team that doesn't punt the football a whole lot. No, we punted twice, I think, in this game for the first, I believe, the first time this year. Well, maybe the second time. Pretty good punt. Going to hit it about midfield, then it's going to take an east bounce and bounce back to about the 44-yard line. So east has plenty of time. They don't have any timeouts left. But they got plenty of time to to get something rolling here in the second quarter. Panthers lead 35-12. Yeah, that last series offensively, I'm sure Coach Clark would like to have back two pass plays that were incomplete, overthrows. You'd like to, uh, you know, you don't want to give Wichita East the ball back with 120 left before half. And East got the field spread out. Back to pass over the middle, and it's incomplete. It looked like the back or the, yeah, not, not the back judge. Uh, yeah, maybe he's called the back judge. I don't know. But uh, he had to get out of the way of the football. Well, we've <laughs> seen that a couple of times tonight. Well, yeah, I thought May spread us out. I have not seen the Panthers defense spread out this much all season. Well, it, it's pretty thin out there. They East is putting three wide outs to one side. Now they've got two to the other side, so the quarterback's in back there by himself so you know he's gonna he doesn't pull it down it's gonna be a pass play by the aces and the ball was low he's picked it up and it's he just threw a hot ball that time that was intended for ashton white and it just was went through his hands uh, again you got the ball was snapped low you get out of your rhythm and all, all of a sudden mitchell's trying to get rid of the ball quickly if he's ties not careful they're gonna give the ball back to the panthers here again on downs, it's third and ten. Well, if they don't pick this up, and they've thrown two passes, and I think there's only been about six or seven seconds run off the play clock. 
So there's a minute and 11 left. Panthers lead 35-12. It's third down and 10. And this time they hand it off on a reverse. Panthers play that and drop him in at the 45-yard line. Panthers have two loss. timeouts left, too. I think they're going to burn one of them there. That'll make that'll make East punt. That was just a great play. It looked like it might have been making the play uh, hopper for the Panthers. Well, that's the first a little bit of razzle-dazzle you've seen out of Wichita East tonight on the reverse, and there was Panthers standing there waiting for him when, when they made the, the second handoff. Well, yeah, it's now fourth down from the East 45, so Panthers should get, if they have an opportunity to field the football, they should get fairly good field position with one timeout and a minute left. That's, you know, that could be an eternity for East if uh, Panthers get a good return on this. Well, and, and what do you what do you not want to do is you don't want to punt the ball back to Dylan Edwards. It's going to be, yeah, 45-yard line. So that was pretty pretty good stand by the Panthers. It started on their 46, and it ended up on Wichita East 45. So good stand by the Panther defense. Now, Dylan Edwards and Hubbard both are guys that uh, – take one to the house with any kind of scene whatsoever. Well, this might be a good time for coach to get his wish and return two special teams plays for touchdown or their goal. I guess he uses it as, as their goal is, is a couple scores. Oh, oh. Panthers blocked that one. Well, they're going to be picked up. And down at about the 20-yard line. And we'd said a couple times Panthers had nearly blocked one. They blew up that punt. They were in the backfield so quickly that they the punter never had a chance. The Panthers now have the ball on East High's 20-yard line. So, again, they've got one timeout, 53 seconds. And, uh, you know, just a, just a good defensive stand by the Panthers on that series. That poor punter, he got up very slowly being escorted off the field. You know, he paid the price on that punt. Edwards and Thatcher in the backfield for the Panthers. They're showing motion to the near side. And I don't know, false start it looks like. That's a couple of those silly penalties against Derby tonight. Yeah, those are the kind that will give Coach Clark a gray hair or two. There's probably one doinking out right now. (laughs) Those are the things that give you give you gray hair. But that's all right. Still 53 seconds. We Panthers, still have the Panthers ball. Panthers lead already, 35-12. We're threatening here with just under a minute to go. We still have the ball deep in uh, Wichita East territory. And back to pass goes Thatcher. Now he's pulling it down, taking off, and he just just barely got tripped up. He got back to the line of scrimmage. Now, East did a pretty good job covering our receivers. We had one guy on a slant route that was open just momentarily, but probably a good decision by uh, Mercer. Derby, I believe, used their last time out. So this this is this is something new for us. Derby using all three of their timeouts and punting twice in yeah. one half. Well, a good call by Coach Clark, I Absolutely. think, on that. You know, you got to at this point, you you got to sit there and say, okay, we got an opportunity to. To, to, you know, kick a field goal here if we need to, or let's make sure we're running something on the sideline where we can get out of bounds. Panthers can get a first down here still. 
Yeah, there's there's still plenty of time, even, even though we're out of timeouts. Uh, you know, I'm I'm sure the defense or offense is dialing up something, and South or East their defense is probably dialing up something to keep the Panthers out of the end zone because this this could be a a backbreaker if Derby scores this late in the first half and then they get the ball to start the second half. As we said too, you got to if you're Wichita East, you had a golden opportunity to score, you didn't capitalize on it, and then if you let the Panthers score, it really can get your head down in a hurry. That was quite a blocked punt by Derby. That there was two or three guys that were all over that one. But we had come close a couple of times before. Back to pass. Now Thatcher's just a quarterback draw straight up the middle. He's going to get down close to the 10-yard line, so it's going to be third down and short for the Panthers. Panthers going to have to hurry, too. Well, they, they got an East player that's stalling right now. Guarantee he's stalling. They need to stop the clock. And they did. He's, he's holding his ankle, so that means he's hurt. So yeah, and you know what pick. it does? It gives Derby a chance to have a free timeout, really. And yes. So the Panthers are going to huddle over on this side. Interesting uh, opportunity for Coach now to see what uh, he wants to call. Well, I know there was a pretty good lane for Mercer to run through, and uh, uh, but East, they got some athletes that are very fast, and they close they close that gap down pretty good. Yeah, and it was a design quarterback draw. You know that that's a play that you've seen in Coach Clark's uh, playbook for quite some time, and uh, they they obviously saw that. There was a lane to run in. Mercer uh, picked up good yardage, just not enough for a first down. Well, the young man's up and walking off on his own, under his own power. He's limping a little bit, but hopefully he'll be all right. Again, we we say this every time. We don't want to see any youngster hurt on either team. We want it to be played clean in that regard. Third, about three for the Panthers. <clears throat> maybe a maybe a long three, short four. Panthers show motion. Back to pass goes Thatcher. Got a man in the end zone and just out of his reach. So it's going to be fourth down and about four. Yeah, good. You know, really a smart play by the Panthers. If if you're not going to catch the ball in the end zone, you make sure it gets out of the end zone, stops the clock. Interesting call by Coach Clark. Now, do you, you bring Simmons on for three points or do you go for it? Well, I, I think if you're Derby, you got 17 seconds. You bring Simmons on, and hopefully he can hit this one. As we say every week, you know, the, you want practice doing these things. You never know when this field goal attempt could be something you're doing to win a ball game. Again, the, the threesome that matter, Conley Hamlin, the long snapper, Mercer Thatcher's the holder, and Simmons is the kicker. About a 30-yarder. And we got to stop for some reason. I don't. False start on the Panthers, so that's going to move delay. it back five yards. Delay a game. Was it delay? So now, but again, it makes the, it turns that 30 yard kick into a 35 yard kick. Yeah. Simmons has plenty of leg. He's got the leg for it. And it's straight down the middle. I mean, it, he's not on the hash marks. So if he just hits it, he should be okay. I don't know. And it was good. Man, I couldn't tell. It was low and kind of spinning sideways, but it it did what it had to do. You noticed I waited. I kind of thought it was good, but I wasn't 100% sure, so I waited for the official to throw his hands up and confirm. But you're right. I see another penalty flag down on the field. 
And I think the white cap pointed toward the Panthers. It looked it looked like East was was jumping off sides or trying to jump off sides. So Ah, oh, personal foul. That's interesting. That yeah, do you, do you take, you take points? points off the board here? Yeah. That, you that, know, roughing the roughing the kicker. That's uh that's a biggie. Do you take points off the board and and go for it for a couple of plays, or do you just take your three and that's an automatic first. It's down to the ten yard line. Panthers can get off a couple plays here, and uh, yeah, you got to be smart at what play you run here, though. Yeah, yeah like score right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think you're going to see some pass plays here, probably a, a slant route or a little out route. Panthers have four guys, three to the near side, back to pass goes Thatcher. Well, he had a guy open. He just overthrew him. Mercer's got happy feet tonight. I mean, I've noticed his feet have been just shuffling quite a bit. Oh, I know you earlier. You said we had some listeners at Grand Lake. I think we got a a, a plethora of people at Grand Lake listening. Uh, Chow South to uh, Donnie and Connie down at Grand Lake listening to the ball game tonight as well. Well, eight seconds left. Panthers trying to put one in the end zone. Late in the second quarter, they lead 35-12. A reverse, fake reverse, and Dylan <laughs> Edwards scores. <laughs> and, well, I'll tell you, they did a great job of faking that one because it was kind of a fake uh, double reverse give it, and uh, Panthers uh, score. So if you're uh, Wichita East, how big is that roughing the kicker call? Very big. Yeah, that you give up. You're going to be behind probably 42-12 instead of 38-12. Good snap, good hold, and the extra point is good. So with one second left, Panthers extend their lead 42-12. And, man, it, the, the block punt set that up. <laughs> you know, you got to look at Coach Clark and think, you know, you're in that place on the field, and that's the play you call. I mean, how many guys are willing to take that kind of chance there when – you're thinking, man, if I don't get this, I'm, I'm running out of time. There's nothing yeah. going to be left. So I just assumed, hey, we're going to go in the air. Maybe you roll out Mercer, and if nothing's there he, and he sees an open lane, he can score. But hats off to Coach Clark on a little bit of trickery. Yeah, it was, and uh, it, it, it was a good play. Uh, I thought it was a, a double reverse, but it was a fake double reverse, and Dylan Edwards had nobody out in the flat, the near side of the field. He just coasted into the end zone. Panthers again lead by 30, 42-12. And we're finally going to make it to the halftime. And Panthers will get the ball to start the second half. Yeah, a lot of scoring the last couple of weeks. This ball game, uh, luckily the Panthers defense stepped up, made some adjustments, and uh, the offense has never really been held back tonight. And just a Bouncing ball picked up at about the 30. Panthers have this swarmed in. They're going to get the guy at about the, oh, maybe the 31 or 32. Returning for East was Tavon Atkinson. So that's going to finally end the first half. Panthers uh, score late on a fake reverse, and uh, they go in at halftime leading 42-12. Kevin, it's uh, been a pretty good half for the Panthers. It's been a good half, and I go back to the East not scoring there late in the in the half. I mean, they had an opportunity inside the Panthers' ten yard line. They're not able to put points on the board, and what do they do? They turn around and give 
Derby another seven. So, you know, what do you say at halftime if you're East High? You, you've had a couple of nice touchdown runs, but the Panthers made the adjustments when need be. And yeah, I, I don't know what you say. You, the kids had body language at East High. They haven't given up any. So you got to say, hey, we got to come back, get a couple of quick scores, claw back into this ball game. You bet. That, that's what the coaches have to be saying. They, you know, they, as far as Derby's uh, kids, you know, just keep going, you know, keep it going. I'm sure they'll tweak a few things at halftime and, uh, uh, you know, it'll be hopefully a good second half for the Panthers. Uh, Derby leads 42-12. We're at halftime. This is Panther football on Live 105. KDKQ 105.9 FM. We'll be back. Derby Nutrition is conveniently located right off of K-15 and Derby, serving healthy meal smoothies, high-quality protein, clean energy drinks, teas, and protein coffee. Derby Nutrition is located at 200 North Baltimore and can be reached at 260-5557. And on their Facebook page, Derby Nutrition and Energy. Derby Nutrition, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186. Proud supporters of Derby Panther football. For the past 16 years, Artistic Builders has offered home building in Derby and the surrounding area. Artistic Builders offer different plans to make your dream home come true. They can be reached at 650-7536 or on their website, artistic.builders. Artistic Builders is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Well, Granny Cletus, the new Panther Stadium looks amazing. It sure does, Mooney Pie. I love me some fall events. Go sport ball. You know, the Derby Public Library has lots of events this fall. What events are you talking about? Events for kids of all ages and adults, too. We just have to visit derbylibrary.com for all the info. Holy smokes, the library sounds like a party to me. Hey, kid, you're holding that football wrong. Let me show you how it's done. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library. Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Trips to the bank are now optional. At Fidelity Bank, we offer a wide range of options including next-level digital banking. Manage your money when and where you want, from traditional in-person service to a totally online experience. We stand ready to serve by giving you the tools to control your finances your way from anywhere. Together, we move bravely onward. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day, at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. Fisher Media Company offers video 
audio, graphic, and web services for churches and businesses alike. Fisher Media is a strong believer in Alive 105's mission and strategy on being a light to Derby, Kansas, and the surrounding areas. Fisher Media is a proud partner of Alive 105 and a sponsor of Derby Panther Football. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991, specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, and Saturdays 9 till 4. They can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium where Derby's jumped out on top of uh, Wichita East. 42 to 12 at halftime, and uh, we're it's been a pretty good game. A lot of offense, obviously, with uh, 54 points being scored, but most of that offense has been on the Panther side of the ball. So we're we're going to uh, we've got a special guest tonight that uh, we're going to talk to. He's he's the Derby High School principal. Uh, name's Tim Hamlin, and we're going to talk to Tim a little bit at halftime. Well, we're very fortunate to have Principal Tim Hamlin up here, a, a Derby native, if you will. And, and Tim, I, I guess my first question to you, you, you probably expect it. We got the new digs here now. I mean, how, talk to us about how happy you are to see this uh, this incredible stadium and what it means to not only the high school, but our community. Yeah, I tell you, it is long time coming, well-deserved, and it's beautiful. Uh, just so... So blessed and thankful to the community to to provide this opportunity, not only for the high school kids, but those that are coming up for many, many years. So, well, no doubt. I know Derby, everybody wants to think of about Derby as just a football community, but, man, we've got a soccer team that's excelled, cross country, all those things. Talk to us a little bit about the health of the Derby athletic program. Yeah, it's you're right. It's not just football. Um, that's obviously one of the more visible but there's the fall. We just had soccer made a deep run into the playoffs there. Cross country, both boys and girls made state appearances. And then we're looking forward to winter sports. You know, that's going to be rolling out here real soon. So no, no doubt. Tim, I, I know one of the things that I see and I talk, tell Coach Clark all the time, you know, Derby isn't just a, a sports community. I mean, academics are a big deal. The attitude and how some of not just these players, but the Derby high school students are, I mean, what do you guys do to instill such uh, really great young men and women? Well, it, it, being active, a part, engaging, being a part of your school is huge. I preached that that first day for freshmen. Um, and we've talked about this in the past. You know, success just breeds success. Um, in football, particularly, you got a lot of these young men that were out here in second grade, run up and down. It's been their dream to be here on a Friday night. So, And then I look out here right now. We had the Panther Marching Band performing. And I'll tell you, you talk about a group that works hard. And the numbers are, it's just wonderful to see. There's something for every kid to do. They want to do it. Which that's important. Tim, I want you to take off the principal hat now. And let's put on the, the, the father hat. You got a couple boys in the program. 
Conley's a guy we've watched out for four years here. He's our long snapper. He's got a fair amount of time in at, at quarterback. And, you know, talk to us a little bit about Conley and his progression, knowing you have another son coming up. And again, take the principal hat off. I want to hear it from you from a dad standpoint. Well, thank you for asking me to do that. Uh, I'll tell you what, Conley, we'll talk about him first. It was the night before fall practices began his freshman year that he decided to go to Derby. Um, he had gone to St. Thomas Aquinas all through grade school. Uh, that's where his mom went. And the night before, he just said, Dad, I want to go to Derby. Of course, he'd been a ball boy for all those years, been on the sideline. Had already, it was used to getting yelled at by Brandon, so <laughs> that wasn't a big deal. But uh, Conley, he's a, he's a wonderful young man. I'm very proud of him. He, he's not a gifted athlete by any means, but he certainly has heart. And uh, he came in here. He had no delusions of being a starting quarterback or anything like that, but he had seen the program. He, he really just wanted to be a part of the overall experience. So, and this long snapping thing, uh, I kind of like, uh, it just kind of runs in the family. Uh, several of his cousins did that. His dad was a long, or not, not me. His grandfather was a long snapper. And then there's the freshman, Hagen. Hagen is a whole different body type. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he got his dad's athleticism, so we're in good shape. No, I'm kidding. So. <laughs> but he's very excited. He was probably the most excited when Conley made his decision to come and be a part of this. Um, he had always wanted to come to Derby. So it's just, it's, it, it is hard. Uh, when Conley told me that he wanted to come here, I was like, buddy, I have no idea what being the son's principal is going to be like. Um, there's going to be people that say you get things just because of that. And then there's going to be people that, well, why don't you get things because of that? So, um, but I'm just grateful to everybody that has embraced both of my boys and um, couldn't be happier. Well, I will say we've seen Conley come a long ways ourselves and, and it's neat to see how he's progressed. And, you know, I think that's just a tribute to not only yourself, but uh, Coach Clark and, the, and as you said, this whole community. Uh, Tim, we, we're glad you came up here tonight with us. Loved hearing the, the, the dad side of this whole story as well. And uh, let's hope that we see you up here for another couple weeks. Well, I'll tell you, I'd love to. You call and I'll be here. Sounds great. Again, Panther fans, that was uh, our principal, uh, Tim Hamlin, uh, talking to us a little bit about not only the, the, the program here and the academics here, but also about two of his sons that are uh, our football players here as well. We're about uh, five minutes uh, away from uh, the obligatory. I stole your thunder, Doyle, the obligatory three minutes uh, warm up here. Well, that's all right. I'll repeat it. But anyway, we're like Kevin said, we're about four, a little over four minutes away from the obligatory three minute warm up. This is Panther football on a live 105 KDKQ 1059 FM. We'll be back. Since 1970, Wilhite Automotive has been servicing vehicles at Derby, Kansas. They offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 788-0514. Wilhite Automotive is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. 
For nearly 45 years, Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States. Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788-3701. Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Derby Overhead offers a wide range of garage door services and is located at 3019 North Oliver in Derby. To set up an appointment, they can be reached at 788-8889 or at derbyoverhead.com. Derby Overhead is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby high school athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. Lawn got you down? Diamondback Total Lawn Care offers services for all your lawn needs. They can be reached at 573-2267 or on their Facebook page, Diamondback Total Lawn Care. Diamondback Total Lawn Care is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Build Station Dinosaurs is a prehistoric experience featuring over 40 life-size, moving, and realistic dinosaurs that's thrilling, educational, and fun for the family. This September, sleep under the stars with Cretaceous Camping, Fridays and Saturdays. More information on their website, kansasdinos.com. Build Station Dinosaurs is located on the north side of Derby at 2999 North Rock Road. Build Station Dinosaurs is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank DNM Mechanical for their support of Friday Night Derby Panther Football on Alive 105. Locally owned and operated heating and cooling experts with over 50 years' experience in commercial and residential service, installation, and indoor air quality. They offer 24 7 emergency service with their main goal to provide you with outstanding heating and cooling products from filters to complete system upgrades. Their motto is honesty, integrity, Respect DNM Mechanical, located in Derby at 2300 North Nelson Drive. They can be reached 24-7 at 712-4025. More information can be seen on their website, dnmmechanicals.com. Johnson & Company was founded in 1983, offering a full range of accounting services while giving you the individual attention that you need. They are located at 325 East Madison and can be reached at 788-0555. Johnson & Company is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Live 105 and Derby Panther Football. Since 1985, DNB Service Center has provided motorists in the Derby area with auto repair services that include engine maintenance, heating and air conditioning, battery service, tires, and wheel alignment. Located at 722 North Baltimore, on the corner of K-15 and Burton and Derby, they can get you back on the road with quality and timely repair. More information on services that DNB Service Center has to offer can be seen at dnbservicecenter.com. Or they can be reached at 788-1641 between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. DNB Service Center is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Paz Photography specializes in family and senior portraits. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Paz Photography, or they can be reached at 631-5417. Paz Photography, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Stadium where we're at halftime. Uh, Panthers lead 42 to 12, and uh, it's been all Panthers in the first half, with, with the exception of a couple possessions by Wichita East. Panthers have, have handled them. Well, Doyle, let's go ahead and get into the first half stats while we have time. Uh, 
Yeah, I think it'll bear out in a lot of ways what's going on here tonight. First downs, Panthers have 14, Wichita East 9. Rushing yards, Derby 27 touches, 260 yards. Wichita East 17 touches, just 89 yards. Tells you how stringent the Panther run game defense has been. Drake Thatcher's 3 for 8 for 60 yards. Wichita East 5 for 14 for 163 yards in the air again. We knew Wichita South or Wichita East was a passing team. Offensive yards. This one's kind of surprising. 320 total yards for the Panthers in the first half. Wichita East 252. Yeah, well that that's not a surprise. You know, they had a, had a couple real long plays Wichita East did led to their scores so you know it's, it's really not too big a surprise but uh it's a lot more yardage than i'm sure coach wietrich likes to give up in a first half yeah again mercer thatcher three for eight in the first half probably not uh where, where he wants to stand 60 yards two catches by drake thatcher for 52 and caden brown has one catch for eight again doyle mercer's really i mean he's thrown the ball well he's just been a little high a little long on a couple of those and when we say that, it's not like it's a four or five yard overthrow. They're, they're just a couple yards out of the reach. So hopefully he'll settle down. Dylan Edwards, a big night again, 17 touches, 223 yards on the night. Mercer Thatcher, seven carries for 29 and Derek Hubbard, three for eight. And Doyle, again, this is kind of back to back weeks that already Dylan Edwards is, is over 300 total yards. He had that punt return. That was just crazy. I, I know when Tim Hamlin, principal Tim Hamlin came in, you know, he looked at us too when we made a comment about that punt return because it's highlight real stuff. Oh, yeah, that, that was absolutely highlight real stuff. He come to a complete dead stop, changed direction, and there was nobody over there. And all it was was a sprint to the end zone for him. But, you know, that's what we've been seeing out of Dillon the last few weeks. Again, for the first half, Panthers 320 total yards. Wichita East, 252. The stat that really matters at half, Panthers lead 42 to 12 over Wichita East. Yeah, we should as soon as this uh, warm-up period, uh, the obligatory warm-up period, as soon as it's over, uh, Panthers should get the ball to start the second half. And, uh, you know, they, they've had to punt a couple times, Derby has, but uh, of late uh, they've managed to put it in the end zone each time they've had the ball. I'll do a couple of quick scores while we have time. Uh, in other action around that, that matters to us. Manhattan early in the third leads 21 to 14 over Gardner Edgerton. Lawrence all over Junction City, 31 14. I think you and I talked a little bit about that game. Uh, Cape and Mount Carmel, 29. Mays South, 7. That's a Cape and Mount Carmel team, Doyle, that's, uh, really flexed its muscle this year. Yeah. And, and, uh, that Junction City score is not a surprise. I, I went on a, I went on a couple of uh, websites and they were predicting a win uh, for the higher seeded team. And, uh, you know, so it's really not a surprise. And what is a surprise is Garter Edge is hanging in there with Manhattan. And I don't know, John, I don't know if you can find a, uh, a score on the Bishop Carroll Mays game. That was another one I think that was kind of, and I got one here. It looks like at uh, 14 all. In that Mays Bishop Carroll game, that appears to be in the start of the third quarter. Well, that, that was going to be a that was going to be a good game, or should have been a good game. We we know a lot about both of those teams, and uh, uh, they're 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 well coached. 
and and they've got some good athletes and you know well coached i mean we certainly know about bishop carroll and they are very well coached oh, Doyle, how do you like this if you're wichita east after giving up the the late touchdown in the first half you now have to kick off to the panthers to open up the second half it's 42 12 we're getting ready to start You know, I got to like how this Wichita East team's come out. Well, these are a lot of underclassmen, too. Blanton's kicking off, and he kicks it back, and it's going to probably go out of bounds. It was being chased there by Hubbard, and it just went out of bounds at about the 15-yard line. So Panthers are going to get excellent field position. You kind of wonder, you know, just the way East has been kicking tonight, that's what they've, they've been trying to kick away from those two guys, which is probably not a bad idea, but you're giving them pretty good field position when you kick it out of bounds. Well, you're right. It's not like a Simmons out of bounds kick that takes a while and just takes a, a bad bounce. These kicks are, there's no doubt off his foot that it's going to go out of bounds. First and 10 Panthers from the 35. And they give it to Hubbard. Makes a guy miss at the line of scrimmage and still picks up five yards. He He picked up five pretty good yards that time. I think it was still Dylan in there that time, but Doyle, uh, you got another update. It looks like Mays now is up 21-14 on Bishop Carroll. And that, I tell you, that's a, that'd be a fun game to, to call. Second and five. Thatcher's the quarterback. He's looking at the sideline to get the play. Again, 42 to 12. Panthers lead. Thatcher on just a straight keeper. Going to get a first down and more inside East Territory at about the 47-yard line. Now, that was no doubt that uh, Mercer Thatcher was going to keep the football. And I like it. I mean, Mercer's a big kid going, uh, you know, at least six foot four. He, he just squared his shoulder pads and took the ball upfield for a big first down. First and 10 from the 47. Quick pass to the outside. It was just a little bit low. He had a guy open. But it was just a little low. It looked like it was intended for Keener. Yeah, you got a feel for Mercer. You think, you know, the kid probably went in at half going, oh, I'm overthrowing everyone, and he makes an adjustment, but he makes it too far the other direction. Going to be second and 10, Panthers, from the 47. Again, the clock's stopped with the incompletion. 42-12 is where we sit right now. Panthers show motion. Thatcher, he's going to get a first down. It's going to be close. Let me say it's going to be close. It depends on the spot. Mercer's gotten really good at running the option. They 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 made him turn inside. He made the right read. Everyone was watching Dylan Edwards, and he picks up nine yards. Going to be third and less than a yard. Thatcher just gets behind the big offensive line, and they pick up three yards. First down, Panthers at the 35. Now, Mercer, I mean, that's obviously what the Panthers looked at is let's give Mercer the ball and uh, see what he can do with it in a couple plays, and he's picked up good yardage. Well, he's behind Key, Thompson, Kahn, Vickers, and Jackson. They just bowled everybody over and picked up three yards. First and 10, Panthers. Back to pass goes Thatcher. The guy just in the flat, just a little bit overthrown. He's trying to go to trying to go to 
Trayvon Rose, and it was just, you know, he had looked like he had a man open deep. Well, and what it was was Drake Thatcher started to look like he was open, and Doyle, his jersey was pulled from behind, and I'm surprised the official didn't see it, but, yeah, Drake was definitely pulled from the bot from back. They give it to Edwards. Finds a little bit of a crease, still on his feet, first down and more inside the five. And they're going to call him out at about the three-yard line. Wow. I mean, what looked like no gain for Dylan Edwards, he's able to bounce outside. If it's not for the sideline getting in his way, he's got six points. But, again, another great run by Dylan Edwards. Uh, he's, I think he's over there. Well, he, his shoe must have came off because it looked like he was putting a shoe on. First and goal, Panthers. 10.05 left. Thatcher, over the top, touchdown, Panthers. I'm not sure who caught it. I'm, I'm trying to find that, thinking maybe it might have been Zerger, but I could be wrong on that one. No, I am way wrong. I'm still trying to get his number. Might be Drake Thatcher. Well, Doyle, again, lots of online listeners tonight. Albuquerque, Austin, Tulsa, Kansas City, Chicago, Council Grove, San Antonio, Overland Park, Columbus, Ohio, Las Vegas, Oklahoma City, Dallas, Charlotte, St. Louis, San Diego. I, again, there's listeners all over the country anymore listening online to the Panthers. Uh, you know, we say it every week. Once a Panther, always a Panther. Just a tribute to all these guys that uh, – that like to listen to the broadcast. Keep in mind, you can, uh, at any time, you can listen to a podcast. You can listen to last week's broadcast, uh, a year ago's broadcast, whatever you want, just by going to the KDKQ Alive 105.9 uh, website. That's been a, uh, you know, really, if you're East High, you got to go in thinking, I just gave up a touchdown right before half. We start the second half with another touchdown. You, you all of a sudden you're down forty-nine to twelve to to a really strong Derby Panther football yeah, team. And and you gotta really, I think you gotta at this point your offensive game plan should go out the window, and because you gotta score quickly and often. High and end over end is going to be taken at about the fifteen. Makes a couple guys miss, but gets maybe to the 17. Good coverage by the Panthers. Uh, Ravel Leak on the return. Well, the Panthers kicked it deep that time, and, and they really got downfield quick on the coverage. So East High, East High pays the price, as so many teams do, to this uh, very aggressive Panther kick team. Yeah, Coach Clark's very uh, – you, you, you hold him short of the 20. He's very happy. Uh, Coach Clark was very animated on the sideline that time with his kicking team. First and 10, trailing 49-12. Low snap, back to pass. The ball was tipped at the line of scrimmage. Might have been Hopper that got a piece of it, and uh, it's incomplete. Well, what you're seeing now is East High is definitely out of their game plan, and 
And, you know, you turn to street ball. I mean, that's what they're doing. They're just like, hey, let's let's get back in the backfield. Let's throw the ball and just see if we can have something exciting happen. And, Duel, for the first time tonight, you do kind of see the East High players. They're starting to – you can cha- see the change in attitude. Trips to the far side, single wide out near side. Back to pass goes Mitchell. Now he's going to have to – now he throws it over the top, and it's going to be – oh, Nice play out there by safety. That might have been Murph, and it was Murph on the defense. Well, he made a nice play, but he probably got away with one too because before <laughs> the ball was, it was in the air. You can see some jersey come out, but it wasn't called. But then Murph did make a nice play to knock it down. But Derby, Derby definitely got away with one there. I, I saw that play, but you know, it, it was a good no call, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> we had the we had the rose colored glasses on on that play. You bet. So it's going to be third down and 10 from the 18-yard line. Panthers lead 49-12, 9.43 to go in the third. Trips to the far side, single wide out here again near side. Same formation. Ball's snapped, and the Panthers have it. Yeah, that ball was down on the ground quickly. And uh, and, and unfortunately for East High, Panthers are going to have the ball resting at about the 11-yard line. I couldn't. I couldn't pick up as one of our down uh, down linemen that got the uh, uh, ball. So it's good job. Well, Doyle, I was just getting ready to say that East High had done a pretty good job of keeping the Panthers out of the backfield. They were uh, giving uh, Mitchell a lot of time to throw the ball, and that time Panthers came across in full force, and Mitchell just couldn't hang on to the ball. First and ten inside the fifteen. They give it to Dylan Edwards, gets a nice little hole, bounces to the outside, touchdown Panthers, just like that. Well, Dylan hit right in the middle of the line. and You know, a lot of backs are going to get brought down there. I don't know how Dylan does it. And he's got that burst of speed to, to find the house again. Just another huge night for Dylan Edwards. Well, it's that, it's that zero to 60 in .1 second that, that helps him out. He gets right up to top speed quickly. Simmons to attempt the extra point. It's up, and it's good. So with 9.31 left in the third quarter, Panthers extend their lead to 56-12. to Well, we got a second. Tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther Football on Live 105. KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. The Derby Recreation Center, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Derby Public Library, Paws Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, Derby Overhead, Diamondback Total Lawn Care, Fidelity Bank, Derby Nutrition, and Fisher Media. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Well, Doyle, midway through the second quarter when Dylan Edwards was laying over on the sideline, I think every Panther fan kind of kind of held their breath hoping that Dylan was okay since that time he's put on an absolute show uh, yeah it, he's put yeah he, he's I don't know if it's his best night of the year but uh, uh, it's it's his best night of the year against a, a team that's pretty good and, and the, these guys are pretty good the score does not I don't think the score tells the whole story well and give coach Wietrich and his defensive staff a lot of credit of the adjustments they made against a very potent Wichita East team 
because they've really played pretty good defense short of the two touchdowns. High end over ends coming down at about the 12. And it looks like he's going to get out to the 21-yard line. It looked like LT Robinson on the return for East, so they're going to have it first and 10 on the 22. So, well, keep in mind, as we said, this is an East High team that's very young. Mitchell, just a sophomore. You look down, up and down the lineup, a guy's starting. You got a lot of sophomores and juniors on the field. Well, the quarterback's a sophomore, running back's a sophomore. And on the pitch to the outside, Panthers. After about a two-yard gain, Panthers lit him up pretty good. Well, Miles Wash finished off the play. Panthers held him in check, and then in comes big number 44, and it was just hello and goodbye to y'all in one, one play. Ball carrier was Justin Bell for East. He picked up two, maybe two and a half yards on first down, sec, first down so it's now second down at seven or eight. Panthers lead this one big, 56-12. Trips to the far side. They show a motion guy. and It's an immediate flag. Mitchell, he's being chased. Broke one tackle, and he's going to pick up maybe two yards. There's two flags on there from each each lineman. Well, and, and Mitchell, he paid the price for uh, trying to reverse field as there were several green helmets hitting him all at one time. Do a quick update. The Bishop Carroll May score 21-21. You know, they had illegal formation against Wichita East. Well, that's the second time tonight that penalty's been called against them. Well, I, I noticed their trips were way back in the backfield. Uh, all three of them were three yards behind the line of scrimmage. That's got to be what they called. And I, I noticed that. I thought, man, they're off the line of scrimmage a lot. But uh, both both the line judges called that one. Yeah, Twins. at times Wichita East seems to be kind of confused with the play calling. 8.35 to go, second and 12, and the pass is just out of the reach of the intended receiver, so it's going to be third and long for Wichita East. Now that time they had so many guys uh, that looked like they were open, but there was a Panther just right uh, right in the vicinity of them, so you know Mitchell, Mitchell tried to pick the shortest uh, receiver, shortest route. Third and 12. Got twin wideouts to both sides of the field. Back to pass goes Mitchell. And he just missed a wide open receiver. I don't know that he, even if he'd have caught it, he'd have got the first down because Panthers were covering him pretty close. Well, and it, you know, it was another one of those plays that the Panthers were breathing so hard down Mitchell's back. And it was just a straight drop back. It almost looked like it was setting up as a screen play, but uh, he had his re receiver downfield. Uh, and tried to hit him, but the Panthers were all over Mitchell's face that time, so the ball was not thrown very well. 56-12, Derby over Wichita East. Well, that ball was intended for another sophomore, LT Robinson. Again, well, these guys, that's an East High team that's so much improved and very young. And the kick, the punt, the Derby had nobody back. It's just rolling, free rolling inside the 25 to about the 24-yard line. That's where the Panthers will take over first down and 10 yards to go. And you got to kind of wonder who we're going to see coming out at quarterback and running back. 
Well, that that's the second time that Wichita East has had kind of a line drive punt. They're not either at all, and they, it just took a very good Wichita East bounce. Looks like Brock Zerger will be the quarterback. Yeah, I think Hubbard's in the game, too. And Hubbard's in the backfield, but it look, looks like we might have our starting uh, line in the ball game still. Zerger makes a good run, a good read. He picks up first down. Good job, Brock Zerger. Well, Brock Zerger early in the season, he was trading plays with Mercer Thatcher, and you got to like how the coaching staff made the change because, you know, as obviously Mercer was going to win the position, Coach Clark moved uh, moved Zerger out to a wide receiver to keep him in the ball game, but he's still our backup quarterback, so anytime you can, you got to get him some reps. Yeah. So, and again, I think a good call that you leave the starting offensive line in here for a while to give him some confidence. I, I think it's a great call because these guys haven't got a whole lot of, of reps in the last two or three games. And again, Zerger, big hole, 40, 35, 30. Nice spin move inside the 25 <laughs> down to about the 23-yard line. Well, Brock Zerger ran that ball very well, made a couple of nice cuts, a couple of spin moves, and just tough yardage by uh, by the junior. So it's now first down. Panthers on the 23 of uh, Wichita East. If we put this one in, this should create a running clock situation, I would guess. Again, Zerger and Hubbard in the backfield. Back to pass goes Zerger. And it's just a little bit overthrown, the intended receiver. Now, Zerger had good time on the pass play. I'm not so sure that he went to the wrong receiver. I, you know, very rarely you see Coach Clark. He's out at the uh, on the 30-yard line, and uh, he's out there talking to his uh, young quarterback. Well, the pass was intended for Caden Brown. It was just he was covered pretty well, and the pass was just a little bit high. Panthers have been high with their passes tonight. All, both quarterbacks, they they definitely have. Again, you you got to think some of that's nerves, and you know it, it, this is a it's a was it was a big time ball game. Back to pass, Zerger. A little bit of a screen pass to Hubbard. He gets inside the ten. They, they might mark it on the ten. It's going to be a first down, regardless. Well, that was a, a play that Derek Hubbard's had a lot of success with this year. You know, just a simple screen pass. Why wouldn't you go to those plays when you got uh, Dylan Edwards and Derek Hubbard that uh, you can throw it to? And Derby's on the 10, right at the 10. So it's first and goal. Panthers show motion. Zerger. Touchdown, Panthers. Now, very Ed nice. Zerger delivered the blow in the end zone. Right. Very nicely executed play as they faked the ball to Hubbard. Zerger just got behind his offensive line, and you no know, doubt he was going to score, but you're right. When he got into the end zone, he delivered the blow. That's going to raise the score to 62-12, to 12, so that, that, should, that should make a running clock big time. And the extra point is good. Simmons is still 100% yeah. 
on everything, field goals and extra points. Well, you got to think about how many times he's kicked extra points. It's not just one of one of those deals where you're winning by 14 points. I mean, this kid's kicked a lot of extra points. And, you know, Doyle, this is uh, should be a running clock situation. We'll see what happens. But what you got to like out of this Panther team, we were dealt a little adversity in this ball game in the first half. And, you know, all of a sudden it's like, man, we've got to make adjustments, stop this uh, Wichita East offense. Panthers did that, and since then they've executed really on all three phases of the ball game. Yeah, they've been spot on since they, you know, had to make some adjustments because Wichita East kind of made it look easy for a couple of possessions, and uh, that's that's been over. Panther defense has raised up a little bit. These guys, East, yeah, they're behind sixty-three to twelve, but there's some athletes out there on the field. Well, athletes and. As we keep talking about young athletes, so you know these high programs looking up. Yeah, it's looking good for the future. High end over ends coming down at about the twelve, and the the back makes a couple guys miss, and he finally gets run out of bounds at about the forty yard line, maybe maybe farther down than that. Looks like they're going to mark it on the forty four. It doesn't look like we we. Now, now maybe we're going to a running clock because prior to that we weren't. But looks like now they've uh, decided to go to the running clock, and again, mercifully so for Wichita East. LT Robinson on the return for East, and it, I'm, I'm looking at the. It looks like we're still still got our starters in the ball game. Back to pass goes Mitchell. Little screen. Panthers read it. Big gain. Just like that, Wichita East is going to score. Well, a well-executed screen pass by Wichita East. That's the second one tonight that they've scored on. And just uh, a couple athletic moves. And I, I think you're right. I think the majority of our starters are still out on defense. I don't think they all are, but I think the majority is. And, and uh, you know, that was another – I mean, that was a 60-some-yard uh, touchdown run. So they've had they've had three big plays tonight, and that's all resulted in a score. They're going to go for two. As they lots do lots of all. motion. Quarterback Mitchell, he didn't make it. I don't think so. The extra point attempt is no good. So with five minutes left in the third, Panthers lead sixty-three to eighteen. You know, I, I just don't know how many high schools anywhere go for two all the time. I mean, it, it's so much easier to defend when you, you know, at least every now and then line up like you're going to try an extra point kick. You know, instead, Wichita East has uh, been nullified on all three of them. Yeah, Panthers have played those pretty well. That was that was a well-set-up screen pass, and and the runner, I mean, he, he found the openings and uh, showed good speed and – Away he went. So that's, like I said, three big plays for Wichita East. And otherwise, their offense hasn't done much of anything. Well, and, you know, you wonder at some point, you know, the defense, and that's not what you want to do. But mentally, a little bit of a laid down, laid down on their part where it's like, hey, you know what? We've gone to a running clock. We played well. And, uh, you, you know, that'll be something that, uh, that the coaches will talk to them about is you, if you're on the field, you give 100% all the time. Blanton will be kicking off 
for the Aces. Just a low kick. It's going to go into the end zone, so Panthers are going to have it on the 20-yard line. And it would be interesting to see who's coming out. I'll bet, I'll bet we see wholesale changes. Well, and, and I like the idea of seeing, you know, Zerger get some more reps behind that one, but you start playing with fire a little bit with any of these starters when you start going, okay, this game's decided. Do we take a chance on someone getting a freak axe injury that uh, ends their season? I don't think you take those chances. Yeah, the, the offensive line is now taking the rest of the night off. I think is Hamlin now quarterbacking? Uh, it looks like it might be Conley. Oh, high snap. It's back on the 10-yard line, so that was a 10-yard loss for the Panthers. Well, you, you know, they we're in the running clock. It stays in the running clock no matter what, but you know, if they're Panthers, you don't want to. You don't want to give more touchdowns up. That's not the object. Well, I think that might be Brock Zerger, the quarterback. I see Hubbard for sure, and, and that may be Brock Zerger. But you know, different quarterback, a different center. You know, so he just snapped it high and hard. Went through the hands of Brock Zerger, so it's going to be second and twenty from the ten. Back to pass goes Zerger. Got Hubbard out the little screen. He gets lit up at about the 10 yard line. Well, I like the call at first. You think, you know, give Hubbard some space and, and see what he can do with the ball, but East High closed very quickly and uh, it's going to be third and long for the Panthers. Third and 19. Yeah, this is going to be a tough one to pick up. Zerger's kind of getting, trying to get the play. Still 15 seconds on the play clock. The game, the the stadium clock is at 1:35. Panthers lead 63 to 18. They need to hurry to get this one off, and they got it off just in time. Again, Zerger, he's going to get dropped at the five-yard line. So Panthers start at 20. They're going to end up at the five. Yeah, he got thrown for another big loss. So Panthers are in a punting situation. Boy, this is uh, – they're going to have to punt from deep in their own end zone. Clock's moving. They haven't – now they just now started the 25-second clock. So it's under a minute to go in the third quarter. I don't know. I mean, let's see what the Panthers do. I haven't seen the punting unit come on. Nor have I, unless, unless Zerger will just hit a quick punt. There, looks like East jumped off side. Well, and that gives you some room if you do want to punt. But I'm with you. I don't know whether Zerger's just going to try and quick kick this thing or or what. Yeah, it's it's interesting here. That's a that's a. A pretty good-sized gamble. So I think we'll see if Zerger doesn't quick kick. It's going to be four. It's still fourth down and 18. We're going to have to punt it before the end of the third quarter. So, Or call a timeout. Yeah, 
the oh, I get it. The, the clock doesn't stop, so you take the delay penalty, and the and the quarter's going to end. I don't understand. <laughs> well, that ended the third quarter, I guess. So Panthers lead sixty-three to eighteen. This is Panther football on a live one hundred five KDKQ one hundred five nine FM. We'll be back. The Derby Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and Alive 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. Uh, back in the stadium where Derby leads 63 to 18. Uh, Panthers are going to be punting. Yeah, they got their punt team on, and and they're going to really be punting right now. I guess that running clock kind of you know kind of gets me fooled sometimes. It, it changes about every game on how it's done. But anyway, it's a running clock now, and. Uh, We're standing on our end line. Pretty good punt by the Panther punter. It's going to be fielded at about the oh. about the 40, and our guy just lit up. Looked like Atkins. Just lit hey, up. Atkins just blew him up, and Doyle, uh, not a smart decision by Wichita East they, that they didn't call a fair catch. Just as soon as the young man got his hands on the football, Atkins blew him up. Yeah, he, he got jumped right back up, though. He and, did and, give uh, the East High guy credit for getting up off the ground, but what a nice hit by uh, Corey Akins. Yeah, that, that was that was one of those. What do they call him a slobber knocker? Oh man, sixty-three eighteen. They have the ball on the Panther thirty-nine, and it looks like a pitch outside. Panther defense. He gets around one of our guys, picks up probably. You know, it looks like they're going to give him two or three on first down. It looks like two. It's going to be second and eight. 63 to 18. Clock moving 10 50. I'm with you. I think East isn't going to, they're going to keep running their offense, keep doing their thing. And, you know, Panthers, uh, these, these second and third team guys, they got to do their job. Coach Clark talks about it every week. He doesn't want any letdown when he, when he brings in the uh, extras. Trips to the near side, pass deep. And it looks like it was caught. Touchdown. Staggers into the end zone for a touchdown for Wichita East. Well, we had good coverage on the play. It was just a nice catch by Wichita East. So a long touchdown pass is going to put more points on the board in a, in a, a game, you know, here. And, and you and I were just talking about it at break. That's uh, really at this point just East uh, getting some stats in the game against our twos and threes. Ashton White on the catch. And, and you're right. We did have good coverage. And, uh, he just cut once his feet hit the ground. He just, I said, staggered. He just kind of fell into the end zone. Another wide open extra point is good. So it's now 63 to 26. Well, Doyle, I just got a, a final maze won that ball game 28 to 21 over Bishop Carroll. That's not, not surprising. Well, we got a minute. 
Tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther Football on Live 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM, is sponsored in part by these great local derby businesses. Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Will Height Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Riverside Cafe of Derby, D&B Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, Artistic Builders, D&M Mechanical, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Field Station Dinosaurs, and Johnson & Company Certified Public Accountants. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. It is now 63-26. to 26 after East has scored twice here pretty quickly, but uh, it's still a big lead by your Panthers. Moving clock, 8.40 to go in the ball game. Well, I think I just heard a score that Lawrence Free State was uh, winning halfway, halfway big in their ball game, so that looks like it could be our next opponent. Hubbard makes a couple guys miss. He gets out past the 35, out close to the Panther 40-yard line. That's where Derby will have it to start this next possession. So uh, Lawrence Free State is handling maybe, I don't know who they're playing. I can find out. I've got that. I think I weren't, weren't they playing Topeka, Washburn? Free State was playing Washburn Rule. Washburn Rule was the four seed, Free State five seed. Not a, not a big surprise, really. Uh, and, and, again, you're talking about a Lawrence Free State team that has some history with the Panthers. And Junction, Junction City, I, the last score we had, they were losing to uh, Lawrence. Big hole, nice run, straight up the middle. It looked like it was Hubbard. Well, what you'd like to see is the Panthers here sustain a drive, move the ball downfield, eat up the rest of this clock, and show a, a, what we say. is We want to see our – our number two and three guys still be able to move the football. It's going to be – yeah, they, he picked up six on first down. So And, they, and look, Hamlin is the quarterback now. It looks like there's a new – yes, it is Conley Hamlin. And Zerger's moved out to the wide receiver position here on the near side. He's in the slot on the near side. So that's uh, how you can use Zerger. You can use him at quarterback or wide receiver. They give it to Hubbard. He fights his way close to a first down. It's going to be second and third and less than a yard. And the clock just continues to run. But, you know, if we could get two or three first downs here, the clock, I mean, it's going to just chew off minutes off uh, off the game clock. It went to the running clock uh, in the third quarter. Panthers are taking plenty of time, and the officials are – uh, starting the play clock, they're taking plenty of time to do that as well. Now, it's a foregone conclusion. Once you go to a running clock, what's going to happen? So, you know, the officials, everybody kind of try and uh, speed up the ball game. Third down and about a yard, maybe less than a yard for the Panthers. Again, they give it to Hubbard. He gets to the outside. He's going to get the first down inside of East Territory at about the 49-yard line. So good first down by the Panthers. That keeps them with the ball and keeps the clock moving. Well, that's what you want to see is Derek Hubbard running the football hard, and he's uh, he's a gamer. Over on the eastern half of the bracket, eight, Olathe South, they're playing the number one seed, Blue Valley North. Olathe Northwest against Olathe North. Shawnee Mission Northwest, they're playing Olathe West, and Blue Valley West 
is playing Blue Valley. So those are the four teams on the east side of the bracket. We don't know much about them, but we just know they continue to play and continue to win. Back to pass. Just out of the reach of the intended receiver. That didn't stop the clock, the incompletion, because it is a running clock. Five minutes to go. Panthers lead 63-26. to 26. I have them through that ball pretty well. It was just, again, the story for the Panthers tonight is that uh, we're just overthrowing our receivers. We either need to put a little more air under it or, or, or wait a half a count to throw. But, you know, they, they, they practice this all the time. They'll, they'll be fine. This is just one of those nights that you're having, I guess. Now, the running game uh, has fired on all cylinders, so uh, not going to please Coach uh, Clark about the passing game, but uh, the run will. Just a bad snap still, and it might be a fumble. I don't know what. It's going to be called an incomplete pass. But there is a penalty marker on the play. It'll take a while to sort this out. The (laughs) clock's moving. Well, there was a lot that went on on that play from a bad snap or, or mishandled ball to, you know, picking up the football, trying to get the ball off to your receiver, and then the receiver coughs up the football. But I think the penalty play is going to overrule about everything. Too many men moving prior to the snap. So it's going to be a five-yard five yard penalty. But they haven't – I don't think they've marked it off yet. Oh, East declined. So it's now going to be third down. Third and ten. Yeah, and I think East is wanting the ball back so they can put another score up or attempt to put another score up. Panthers moved. Our right tackle took us just a half step back trying to reposition himself. Well, we had a guy in motion, and, you know, it's a pretty easy call for the uh, the white ad and the line judges that time. Well, that, that's going to get the ball or time down to un, into the two-minute range before this next play is. is that's the strange thing about all this stuff is that, you know, those penalties and all those things in a, in a, in a contested ball game stop the clock. In these, this instance, it favors the Panthers. 250 left, 63-26. Panthers. They're not going to get that off. Oh, and another high snap. And Conley is going to be downed at about the 32-yard line, so the Panthers are back about 25 yards in a couple of plays. Yeah, the ball was hiked well over Conley's head that time. And, and you know, the officials uh, could have called the leg game against the Panthers, but they didn't. So now it's going to be third down and a half a mile. No, fourth down and a half a mile. It's 2.20. By the time this play is, is off, there'll be less than a minute left. Coach Clark. Less than two minutes. Excuse me. We might just let the play clock run out and go again. I, I don't know. Good snap. Nice punt. High spiral. Going to hit it about the 40. Takes an east bounce. And comes back to the 43, so 145 left in the ball game. Panthers lead 63-26. Yeah, we'll see what East High does here. You know, sometimes just in the 
in, in sportsmanship, you uh, now there's a penalty on the flag play. Oh. Uh, Derby gets a penalty. They're going to add five yards on to, to the, uh, the punt at the end of it. A minute 22 left in the ball game. But you look at Easton, you go, in the, in the name of sportsmanship, what do you do here? Do you, you keep trying to tack points on the board against a reserve unit that's called off the dogs, or where, where do you stand? Back to pass. Just a swing pass out in the flat. They get out of bounds at about the 30, I don't know, about the 41 or 42-yard line. So East is still trying to put points on the board. Oh, and Panthers, Panthers just jumped. jumped off sides. You know what, though? Again, you look at it, and East was in a hurry-up offense trying to put points on the board, and Derby jumps off sides, and it stops or it keeps the clock moving. So we're going to be now, now down, uh, oh, gosh, about 24, 20, 23, 24 seconds with the ball snap. First and five from the Panther 36. Back to pass. And the pass is incomplete. That should be the last play of the ball game, and the score is going to end up 63-26. Yeah, East is trying to get a play off quickly, but there's no way. They got one receiver that's kind of loping back to the line of scrimmage, and there's just that no way. That should be end of the game, and it is. Panthers are going to win this one 63-26 uh, in a game that uh, I figured would be closer, and there's no, you know, Panthers just – yeah, they give up a couple three scores, but you know they they put sixty three up on which. Well, studies. and I think more importantly, as we said, they were contested early in the ball game. They had to fight through a little adversity, and uh, you know they uh, they they prevailed. I mean, they did what they had to do. Coaches uh, made the adjustments. Uh, we we stopped these tie. The score was uh, six to three to twelve when we pulled out our starters. You know, he's got a couple of. Of scores, and I know when we see coach after the game, he's going to talk about those other couple of scores because they don't like that. You know, that's what breeds a successful program is caring about what everybody does on every down. Well, Panthers are going to go on next week, and they're going to host either Lawrence Free State and Washburn Rule. And I believe, Kevin, the last time you had a score on them, uh, Free State was beating Washburn Rule. I don't know what the score was, but uh, they were ahead of them. Uh, in the second half yeah no doubt you know more importantly the Panthers have the luxury of having home field advantage I think last year you and I chatted that man we seemed like we were on the road from the opening game at Mill Valley to to going to Lawrence to going to Junction City and it is a nice luxury to uh, have home field advantage it, it really is it's probably a lot easier to prep prepare for things but uh, Wichita East is done they'll be done at six and four and uh, they had a good season and uh, their players competed hard, and uh, they they came in here at, at a pretty hard, pretty hard place to win, and and played pretty well against the Panthers. Score is sixty three twenty six. Panthers win. This is Panther football on live one hundred five KDKQ one hundred five nine FM. We'll be back. Tired of. 
Pesky Weeds, TenderCare offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. TenderCare, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby. A proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Weekends are special, and we fill them up with your favorite music. Hey, it's Shawn Michaels. Hey, everybody, this is Andy Christman. Join me this weekend for worship. Hey, it's Kurt Wallace, your host for the Weekend Top 20 Countdown. Streets of Gold is the program we're playing Christian music classics from the 70s and the 80s and even a little bit in the early 90s. I'm your host, Larry Wayne. This is Movement Radio with Transform. Hey, I'm Josh Ashton, host of the Weekend 22. Music that's good for you. Alive 105. Hey everybody, Greg Laurie here. Imagine hearing a great song on the radio and then you wonder, what did those lyrics mean exactly? Listen, I know people need encouragement and I want to take them deeper. A greater understanding of the scripture behind these amazing Christian songs. How refreshing would that be? Unpack the lyrics to your favorite songs. Don't miss Refresh with Pastor Greg Laurie. Each weekend, be sure to tune in. This is Austin Black, and I am the host of Behind the Tunes. Have you ever wondered about the stories behind your favorite songs and the journeys of those that sing them? Each week, we invite you to go behind the tunes and step into the stories behind your favorite Christian artists that shape the landscape of today's music. Behind the Tunes with Austin Black, Sunday nights at 7 on Alive 105. It's monthly birthdays next time as several Christian music artists will be celebrating their birthdays during this month of November. And that will include a block of songs from folks like Dallas Holm, Stephen Curtis Chapman, and Amy Grant. So join me, Larry Wayne, for our November birthday party. Coming up soon on Streets of Gold. Sunday evenings at 5. In need of some weekly inspiration? Join New Spring Church every Sunday at 11 a.m. on Alive 105 for encouraging worship and a message from God's Word that will equip you for the week. If you want to know what New Spring Church is about, we eat, sleep, drink, breathe, life change. We want people's lives to change. If people's lives aren't changing, there's no reason for us to exist. Learn more about New Spring Church in Wichita at newspring.org. We're back at Panther Stadium where Derby knocks off uh, Wichita East 63-26 in a game that was really out of reach uh, when we went to our uh, number twos and threes. So. Panthers go on. Uh, we'll play either Washburn Rule or Lawrence Free State. Well, I know we we got a final score on that uh, Washburn Rule Free State game, and I believe it was like forty-two to seven, uh, Lawrence Free State. So Lawrence Free State's who's coming to town against the Panthers next uh, next Friday night. So we'll look forward to that ball game against the team that we've had some uh, Donnie Brooks with in the past, and. You know, so we'll look forward to that. I believe I believe the last time we played him was that overtime game three or four years ago up there, and uh, so they they bring it. Yeah, they had no doubt it was a back and forth ball game. We'll look forward to that one. Doyle, let's go ahead and wrap up uh, tonight's ball game with our our end of the game stats. First downs, Panthers, a big big advantage. Twenty six first downs for Derby tonight, just ten for Wichita East. On the ground, forty one touches for the Panthers tonight. 
Doyle, 375 yards on the ground. Wichita East, 20 touches, just 94 yards. Yeah, it, it, Panthers run the ball real well tonight, uh, especially Dylan Edwards. Mercer, Mercer Thatcher ran the ball well. So did uh, Brock Zerger. Passes uh, Derby was 6 for 15 for 77 yards. Wichita East, 8 for 22. Did have one interception, but 267 yards. Doyle, a couple of those nice pass plays were in the first half, but quite a bit of that yardage came late in the ball game. Yeah, I think uh, Coach Clark's going to want to improve on that 6 for 15 uh, passing stats. Uh, so they'll probably work on it in practice this week. Total yardage uh, tonight for the Panthers, 452 yards. Wichita East, 361, something that, uh, as we said, coaches will want to talk about. Uh, doesn't matter who's in the ball game. They don't want to give up yardage like that. Mercer Thatcher tonight, 4 for 11 for 63 yards. Brock Zerger, 2 for 3 for 14. And Conley Hamlin, 0 for 1. On the receiving end, Great Drake Thatcher had three catches and 55 yards. Derek Hubbard, the sophomore, had two catches for 14. And Caden Brown, 1 for 8. On the ground, Dylan Knight, Dylan Edwards again had an incredible night. Doyle, 20 touches, 272 yards, and a punt return for about 80 yards. It was just jaw-dropping. Mercer Thatcher, 10 touches for 54 yards. Brock Zerter, 4 touches for 53. Derek Hubbard, 6 for 21. And Conley Hamlin, 1 for minus 19 yards. Again, Derby has 452 total yards of offense tonight. Wichita East, 361. The stat we all want to talk about, see, is Panthers advance to the next round against Lawrence Free State with a 63-26 to thrashing of Wichita East. Yeah, good game by the Panthers. Uh, a good night all the way around. And again, we'll be at home next week where we'll take on the uh, Lawrence Free State Firebirds. So... This has been Panther Football on Alive 105 KDKQ 1059 FM. Thanks for listening.